Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm so close I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to haters. How they run, homie, look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. Okay, so we have Mike Malak on the podcast here today. If you don't know him from the, uh, you may recognize him by uh, some of the uh, folks he's dated, uh, some of the podcasts he's done, Impulsive Podcast, 5 million subscribers with Logan Paul. Uh, you, you, may, you may recognize him from a book, uh, The Fifth Vital You Sent Me, very interesting story. And, uh, you know, I think you and I, how do we get connected the first time? We got connected because I, had, I told Logan to take a 90-day break. Take a break. Take you a know? break. Logan Paul, I think what you need to do is you need to take a break. Yeah, that one, I don't know why that was so controversial in the camp. Yeah. Like, it's looking back, I just watched that video tonight. I did a bunch of, you know, research on the way in here, and I watched that. And you were the same person that I've come to know you as, well-spoken researched you brought up examples from your own past how you hired your pr team you didn't like what pr team stood for because they told you what to say and it, it's n- now watching it seemed very well thought out but yeah i don't how did we how did we get connected in the wake of that through was it through george potentially i'm, I'm trying to see because we spoke that day for uh, uh, we got on a, oh you know what it was it was that and then there was also a falling out that was taking place. What we reacted to, I think there's a falling out going there. Maybe there's something going on with George, George yeah. and Logan. And was it, was it not? At first, nobody really knew if it was for real or not. Yeah. But by the way, before we get into this, very important to show this, Rob. Because, can you pull this up? CNN breaking, breaking news. news. Literally breaking news. right now. Okay. Biden's response to Jordan attack is likely to be powerful. But U.S. is wary of triggering a wider war with Iran, officials say. Which, which we'll react to this later on. Maybe we'll talk a little bit of Vince McMahon. We'll talk a little bit of California. I saw your tweet about California. I want to see what you're going to say about that. We'll talk some Jenko. We'll talk some Logan Paul. We've got a lot of things to talk about. But why don't we start off with this? So what I don't know a lot about, Mike, is the following. I, I started social media late, okay? I've never downloaded Vine. I was never on Vine. I got on everything super late, right? And and I'm I think I'm seven years older than you. I think we're you, you just had a birthday. Happy birthday 30, to you. Thirty nine. I got Thir- one more. That's <laughs> right. Last year one to more celebrate. year, bro. One more year and it's, it's over. over. So back is so, so tell us like the the history of yourself. Maybe I don't know how far you guys go back. You Logan Jenko. How, how did all these relationships and friendships get started? It's like a that's like a multi tiered question. That's like a Going back in time, dude. <laughs> going back through the the, the Old Testament. Uh, first of all, I want to say this. We've been trying to get the show done for a while. Your 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 team's been great. I've been trying to to make the dates line up. I am I am honored to be on the show. You are you are as I said, extremely well spoken, extremely well researched, uh, willing to talk about topics. All, all you guys, by the way, that are considered to be, uh, you know, um, taboo or, or, you know, outside the box. And I've, I've, I, I've told you this before on the phone directly before coming on the show and, and, you know, a huge, huge fan of what you guys are doing. And to be completely honest, even after 420 episodes of impulsive sitting down with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and Kevin Hart and, um, you know, a lot of really big names, even, you know, semi debating Shapiro on the show. 
I get nervous to do these shows. I still do. I my nerve. I get very tense uh, being around guys that are are well studied, well researched, and and being on someone else's home turf. And I made a decision at the end of uh, midway through 2023 after saying no to a lot of big podcasts. I mean, be you know upfront right off the bat. You know, Tate has asked me to come out to Romania, and I you know I'll say, oh, the state of the world is bad right now, or. You know, different comedians. And I, 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 for 2024, I wanted to force myself to get outside of my comfort zone and to, and to take some chances. And, um, you know, I, I walked in here. You guys are, are fucking awesome. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it already feels like I'm hanging out with a bunch of my friends, so which is great. But um, I just want to get that out of the way and say thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate me. that, yeah. <clears throat> and, and by the way, to, to say to you, I think I even commented on that video uh, saying – your perspective on how you, you know, give your feedback is also thought out. I mean, you're a very good communicator. When I watch that show and sometimes you jump in and you give your thoughts, mm-hmm. it's, it's very obvious. You're a talented uh, – Logan wouldn't have you be his co-host or, you know, as a partner unless if he thought there was value that's being brought up both ways. And I think it's worked out very well between the two of you guys. You know, he was always, <clears throat> getting back to your question, he was always uh, meant to be this this one-man superstar, which which he's finally kind of like, he's reached his final evolution into now with WWE. And this this character that he now plays that, you know, just obviously won the other night at Royal Rumble, retained his title. Um, it w- He was always that guy, and I was always the networker. That was my that was my goal. That was my job since day one. Coming in, building relationships, this person, that person. In fact, doing my best to 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 squash beefs that might exist between himself and KSI, who he now has you know a massive mm-hmm. uh, beverage company, hydration brand with. Um, that was kind of what, what I always brought to the to the table was networking. It's probably the thing that I'm best at in life. It's just ability to build rapport with people quickly, make them feel comfortable, um, and just build those friendships pretty quickly. Um, I was working actually on the brand side when I met Logan. I was at a company called Love Sack that sold these oversized. I love them. I had one. This I guy one. went on a rant about how much I, he loves well, Love Sack. I would jump off my them. balcony and fall on this thing to show people how sick these things were. They're phenomenal. They're amazing. Yeah, and there's no there's no beans. It's like a, a shredded Durafoam. But yeah. basically, uh, this guy Sean Nelson started this company, and the thing skyrocketed, and and it and it went from these oversized not beanbag chairs into these uh, modular couches. When I joined, it was probably a $58 million annual brand. I joined very, obviously, as you know, very rough around the edges, coming off of just some really nasty shit that I'd been through in my life, uh, just doing my best, you know, faking it till I make it all the way, mm-hmm. the whole entire way, and just and just applying whatever skills I had. And uh, one day I got a, uh, an email from our, our agency, our ad agency, and they were like, oh, I'm going to connect you with this influencer, Logan Paul. This is like 2015. Like influencer, what the f- what does that mean? So 2015 is nine years ago. Logan would be what? He would be 20, 20 years 20, old, 20, 21, okay. something yep. like that. And this so before he had a beard, yeah, bro. When he had the hair, the side, bro, the like Justin Bieber is Logan. Type, yeah. Keep the beard, bro. You look good. <laughs> the worst, like yeah. the the worst we- days, <laughs> the worst days, dude. Oh no, yeah, oh, no. It's a different human, right? By there. the way, this is like the Logan Paul that a lot of people still yeah. resonate with. Yeah, like oh, really? there's a lot of people who still like no matter what he does, no matter what rope he jumps off, no yeah. matter what. You know, company he starts, no matter how well he does in the podcast, this will always be the Logan Paul that a lot of people know. They yeah. they despise this douchebag-esque 
character, right? And this is who I was. This is who I was linked. That's up your boy, right there. <laughs> yeah, 2015. Did you know who he was in Twin? No said, idea. So you have no idea. Absolutely who Logan no, I, Absolutely okay. no idea. I was. I was working at this brand. Had a had a great job. Was making six figures. Had stock ownership. Had you know all the benefits. 401k package. Everything. And I, I loved my life. I was doing a, You know, a, doing what I had come to you know kind of understand and learn, which was social media, pretty pretty quickly. And I get connected, Logan. He sends me his text message that says like, "Yo." What's the deal with these love sacks? Uh, can you fuck on them? Like that's what he that's what he asked me. And I'm that's a, message number one. Message number one. That's and I'm a marketing marketing manager at a corporation <laughs> that's currently going from fifty eight million to two hundred million annual. Yeah. Like we're on that path. We're about to. I'm 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 literally you know months away or maybe a year or so away from ringing the bell on Nasdaq, which I did with them. And uh, I don't know how to respond to this. Am I supposed to respond as a cool guy? Am I supposed to respond as a as a corporate guy? <laughs> And I took a risk and I said, yeah, they're great. The covers are machine washable. So if you get cum on them, it can wash right out. And he thought that that was the funniest thing. Classy like, response. Yeah, like, just like a real. Well, you're talking to a 19, 20-year-old correct. at the time. So, okay. so, yeah. so back to the point of me being a communicator, a rapport builder, I said, what does this person want to? Like, how do they want this message sure. delivered, right? Yeah. Laundry. Laundry, exactly. So I, I sent him this and that then led us to, to kind of hitting it off. You know, starting this this friendship, which then led to a, a brand a collaboration that we did at Travis Pastrana's house, um, where we met for the first time with Roman Atwood uh, in uh, in Maryland, and uh, and and it was just immediate rapport. I mean, it was we 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 you know built a friendship, and and slowly but surely, he asked me more and more to be a part of the content, um, which I did, and then in uh, twenty. So so late 2017, I was hanging out there more and more in Los Angeles, and then Tokyo happened. And that was obviously a nuclear bomb. Were you there with him? Or? I was, and I'd flown, okay. I'd flown back, and obviously he was on this massive trajectory. To this, be, is the, this is the suicide, suicide thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was on this trajectory to be the, big, the biggest thing ever already in a, in a very different respect. And social media brand world was, had, a, had a very successful clothing brand. I think did $50 million in 2017 revenue at 20, 20 or 21 years old. Um, and this happens. And um, my phone is just blowing up. I mean, hundreds of text messages on on uh, New Year's Day, and it, it, it th- that whole situation slowly led to me joining the team in a business role, which was basically having another, basically being his big brother, going out there and being someone that's like, like uh, there was a lot of jokes about it being like a babysitter role, but um, just joining the business team, he had a lot of loose ends on the business side, uh, legal that was taking too high of a percentage from him. Uh, you know, a couple people with their hands in the pot that shouldn't have been there. I cleaned a lot of that stuff up, worked with his manager to clean a lot of that stuff up. And um, that then led to us discussing the idea of starting a podcast together, which we did in November 2018. And then the rest is televised. Boom. Got it. So, so, And then to that point, when does George join you guys? George. So George and Logan had already been friends um, prior to prior to me and Logan becoming friends. They had been at 1600 Vine together. They'd made a ton of videos together. Um, they were they were like best friends basically uh, already. And so he, so when I came into the picture, like he was already he was already there. And, and then as far as the podcast is concerned, obviously we went through two co-hosts, Spencer and then Mac went through. <laughs> they were on the show and, you know, we parted ways for various reasons. Um, we actually just shot an episode with those two guys last night. 
so which was cool really? to bring them back. So we had all four of the the original kind of co-hosts together, and then George came on uh, uh, notoriously or historically uh, on the six uh, nine episode for six nine's first episode after being locked up gotcha. after all that stuff went down. Had an amazing episode. The audience resonated with him in a major way. And with George or with six nine? Uh, with George. Okay. <laughs> Not six nine. Yeah, no, okay. nobody's going. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Although, listen, if you put six nine in front of a camera, that guy gets eyeballs. He, he's, people are so interested in, yeah. in the way he is. That's not a yeah, good so, thing. So, so, so okay. I mean, it's a business model for some. But so, so George comes on. He he lights up with Takashi with the six nine. That goes well. And then is it kind of like, hey, let's kind of bring him back one more time or one more time, and then becomes a regular. Like- Slowly but surely, he he start, he started being on more and more ep- uh, episodes. And then I remember uh, Logan wanted to uh, extend uh, revenue share basically with him at one point, which which we did, and he became a, a partner in the show, basically. Got it. Okay. Yep, yep. And then how long did that go with uh, George being on and the three of you? He was there. Do you have the episode number for that that six nine episode? Two fifteen. Two. So he was there from two fifteen probably until about. 360 or 370 he was there for a long time george make no mistake george was a a a a big part of the show he's a staple of the show and and easily the the biggest uh three slot we've had Mm -hmm. um uh definitely the audience favorite three slot we've ever had potentially the audience favorite in general to be honest with you at at certain points yeah um and so yeah loved him so much you know he um it's weird. I think I think George kind of um, prefaced a wave of uh, conservatism, traditionality, and religion that that he he kind of predated a little bit. I mean, if you go back to the to the six nine episode, that was well before there was a red pill push. That was well well before Tate had really started to you know explode. Um, and and I mean, yeah, back in in twenty twenty. And so I think I think there was already an appetite for that type of traditionality mindset and that return to conservatism. And he was he was kind of hitting that audience. And, um, you know, I think I think as far as viewpoints are concerned, I'm in the middle of, of George and Logan. And that's not to say Logan's a, li- a liberal, but he's he's the youngest of the three of us. He was raised in a in a. Uh, not not his household because in his household would be in Ohio would have been very conservative. Mm-hmm. But the way that he's been, he's grown up in front of the camera. He's been around a lot of you know showbiz, Hollywood, PR people, as we discussed earlier. And I, I think that potentially could have you know swayed some of his, his viewpoints uh, to where they were at that time because they're really not there anymore. I think I think we've he has and I have both probably moved a little bit over the past couple of years. What what caused that? <sighs> I think living, I think living, I think, um, as they say, you know, uh, the youth votes left and, and, and as you, as you age up, you start to yearn for that conventionality and that, and that conservatism, uh, that, that you, that you, uh, remember from and and are attached to from the days of old. Right. And you're like, damn, it wasn't always fucking like this. Mm -hmm. It wasn't always like this. And young, young kids want progression. They want how far can we take this thing, dude? Like, well, where can this go? And as you get older, you're like, damn, man, I remember a day where, where, you know, you would, you would see your neighbors out and you would say what's up and you'd spend time with them. And, and, and the family unit was protected and, and, you know, all the other things that we're talking about now. And so I think, I think George was, was actually on the forefront of that a little bit. And I think the audience resonated with that. So the fallen out with, with, with George, because, 
uh, when I when I watched that uh, first time, I'm like, are these guys falling? Like, maybe, and, and I think it was like, oh, they're falling for it. Even though, you know, PBD podcast, another podcast is falling for this. There's not really, and I'm like, maybe, maybe there's not really anything. Maybe there's like a little bit of a, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like a unscripted drama, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, and that, I mean, obviously that's effective. Kim Kardashian build a whole brand. Uh, keeping up with Kardashians, and who knows what percentage of that is effective. So one time it's my birthday, and I'm sitting here doing a podcast, and then these guys decide it's a phenomenal idea to start a fist fight and fight each other. I have no idea what's going on. So they start cursing each other out. You're full of shit. And raising their voices. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What the hell is going on here? This lasted for about seven minutes, by the way, right? Yeah, it's believable. Yeah. I'll punch you in your, your face right now. Step outside right now. Hold me back, Mike. Step outside. Wait, right is this now. real? Yeah, yeah. I'll punch him in his face. So, anyways. And then, and then it was your birthday. It was my birthday. Like, oh, I, had okay. to, I was right. like, you know what? I'll meet you I outside. Kelly I walked outside. I said, I got what's going on I came here. back in with a cake. Oh, that's nice. But I'm so, so Don't mess with him. He's from New Britain, bro. I'm from Yonkers, but I grew up in New Britain. Nobody is scared of Connecticut. Oh, really? Yo, now we're going to beat your mic together. I got, I'm going to be honest Two with you. Connecticut guys. He's, I mean, he's right. Okay. I'm, a, no one, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Connecticut. You're bro. bro, you're so, from. So, going back to George. So, what what happened? Because you're, is it, are you even involved in this? Or is this like, shit, you're in the middle and two friends who are going prior to you, they're going at it and you're kind of trying to be the mediator. What did you see? What evolved to this? Obviously, I've seen some of it, but how did it get to the point of saying, you're fired, you're out, we're moving on? Um, I think you saw that. I think you saw where I was just by way of what was televised. I mean, I, I 100% was a, was a bridge and trying to be a mediator in the situation. Um, I think that there there was, as I mentioned earlier in, in what George kind of stands for, that that is so uh, ingrained in his being it is so innate and and real and authentic in him that it is it is his life's purpose to push the work of the Lord to uh, push the ideas of of um, conservative conservatism and traditionality and family unit and 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 monogamy, um, which is incredible. But but I think that I think that that's not to say that those values are not important to Logan or to me. But that's not necessarily what that show is about, if that makes sense. It's it's an entertainment podcast. We have guests on. I, I asked Rick Ross today before I came here. We had Rick Ross on the show. We were supposed to have Johnny Manziel on as well today. I asked Rick Ross um, if he was interested in being cryogenically frozen, which I would like to talk to you guys about as well. There's no, there's not, you know, we're not asking him like, you know, when did you decide that this person, you know, when did your relationship with Jesus reach this point? That stuff's incredible and so important and so impactful. And the fact that George has devoted his life to doing that stuff is incredible. But it it, it was it was slightly disjointed from the more um, from the more jovial style of the show. And I think I think that that and by the way, this is just one part of it. It's pretty it's pretty complicated scenario. But I think that that kind of um, I think it really. Or, uh, uh, messed with George even more because he, because he wants to, he want he knows that he should be doing that stuff, talking about that stuff, prioritizing that stuff, and the fact that this wasn't a an environment that was conducive to those type of conversations, I think was was an unattractive uh, situation for him. So let me let me ask this question, Do you, like uh, because you know uh, for somebody that watches a show or consumes a show, you're kind of like okay, do those guys are 
there's an element, it fits. It's working out our podcast. There's some days I do one-on-one, great, some like that. But there's our group that likes home team podcasts. And it's just us talking about events, views, what's going on, current event, this, what about this? And we do business, politics, me, Vinny, Tom, you know, and Adam, Adam and Tom. And, you know, Tom will take up that entire space with notes and he'll literally he'll come and prepare three, hours. Charts. But, you know, it, it's different. So for, for the audience, the audience watches and say, you know, each person played the role. Okay. Maybe you were the point guard. Maybe Logan's the scorer. He's a two. But he's the guy that's driving the eyeball. So if he's playing Michael, you're playing point, you know, whatever. And he's playing third. And, you know, still, let's say, team that's working out. Do you think Do you think the whole process could have been handled in a different way for it to either end or for it to continue? Because based on what you're saying, it's fair to say, look, this is what we're talking about. George has a certain set of values and principles that's so core to him. He's not going to change. We can't change him. He can't change us. Best bet is here's what we're doing, right? We're going to go part ways. But do you think there's a different way you guys could have gone about wrapping up the relationship? In hindsight, everything can be done differently. Every There could be a little tweak here. There could be a little tweak there. Um, he had already started his his own show, which, as you all know, is has become extremely successful. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there were conversations that happened that were that were in my eyes, looking back, they could have been done a lot better. There were there were conversations that involved religion. There were conversations that involved, um, you know, George's feelings and George's sentiment towards uh, how he was being treated by guests that were on our show. Um, that were that potentially could have been overlooked. Um, I, I, I'll just say this for myself: I oh, I, I really did from the bottom of my heart try the hardest that I possibly could to to to. When I saw things start to go off the rails, um, a, a little bit from both sides, to try to steer it back on track. Um, I mean, you can you can simply just watch the episodes, and you'll see me putting my hand up like, "Yo." don't you know like this is going too far like he's pissed off and by the way he has a reason to be so like i did that the whole time and did the same thing behind the scenes um and so i can only speak for myself I, i'm 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 39 years old um i've been through a lot of shit in my life and i like to believe that the way that i handle relationships the respect that i have for people the empathy that i have for people the care that i take in every single interaction um that i have in this world i feel fantastic about the way that I did in the, in the situation. Um, I ran into George the other day. I know you probably weren't going to say it because it was, I'm not going to say it. You, you could yeah. say it. I'm not. Gonna so I texted it. you about it. Um, obviously, um, it was the first time I'd seen him since everything had happened. Um, I was on a plane down here and I was sitting in my seat and, you know, texting and I look up and there he is. What are the chances? There he is. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Again, on the, plane, on the way to Miami, on the way to Miami. Well, I mean, was, that's, <laughs> Who's not coming to Miami this time? But I, but I tell you, though, it's not. Listen, like there's those? a lot of people I've done business with for the last yeah. 20 years, and I've not ran, ran into them at the airport, you know. So it's, it's pretty random for I knew it was going to happen. Eventually. I, yeah, yeah. I, it's, it, it was serendipitous, and I knew it was going to happen. He was with Bell, um, who, who they just got engaged, I'm sure mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. incredible. Um, and, and honestly. Super sweet girl. I mean, you can tell they're in love. Though. <laughs> They're both incredible people. George is, George is an incredible person. He is he, th- Those values I talked about before, those are not teachable values. Those are ingrained in his soul and his heart. He's a beautiful human. And Belle is a, is a, is a, um, a perfect 
mesh for him. Like, like talk about a couple that I knew that we all knew this was going to happen. And, um, and so I see him on the plane with, with bell and toe and, uh, and you know, I think he didn't really know what to say. And I, I just, I was just in shock. So I just did the only thing that felt natural to me, which was I stood up and I put my hand out, you know, and I just put my hand out and he shook my hand and we smiled at each other. And it was, it was like nothing had ever happened. And, and sometimes you have, uh, um, disagreements. Sometimes you have falling out. Sometimes you have business issues. Um, by the way, like I haven't covered all the factors. Some of it we still don't talk about very publicly on, on both sides. Um, but sometimes you have those issues with people and the only cure, and this is so hard for a lot of people to hear when they're in these scenarios, is time. Everybody wants things to be solved now because it's uncomfortable for them. Nobody wants to feel like someone's mad at them. I would hate to piss you off on the show, any of you guys. I would leave here and I'd be like, damn it, dude. Like, what can I do to fix this? What can I do to fix this? And as you age and you, you gain wisdom and experience in how the world works, a lot of times you realize that time is the only thing that's going to fix something. There's no solve that can be taken right now. So this flight was from L.A. to Miami? Yeah, yeah. So that's a five-hour flight. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how far you guys were sitting from each other. Well, that was another complicated situation. <laughs> okay. So but, uh, let me... I'll, I, well, like, I mean, what, what, I, what I'm suggesting is the fact you're that... Like, it's not, you're like, I, I wasn't yeah. in 2B, yeah. I was in 2Z. But like, you have five and a half hours to think, oh shit, is this guy... Like, you didn't talk to him during the flight after the flight you get out you're you're checking luggage like walk us like the story doesn't end hey saying hi oh oh yeah okay so 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 George, when george flies he flies a group of people with him his 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 people because it's how he is he flies with his people um i was i was in first class okay that's my guy okay but but now george can obviously afford to go in first class but he's, he's flying with a group of people yeah of course of people and he probably i don't know maybe he can afford to do that maybe he just doesn't want to when he flies economy but like Talk about like a shitty situation for me to like start off the interaction like an asshole. Like we're having this quick conversation and then yeah. it, like I'm like, oh, I got to sit back down here. And I don't know. It just felt like rich people fucking rich people kind of have like a like not rich people, but like people that are in a a situation of class that is over someone else you get looked at we like it's just a weird scenario like i wish i was just sitting somewhere near him and it would have been a little bit i don't know it just was weird okay to like be back there and then to like say okay like i'll be up here like eating these fucking mixed nuts <laughs> well listen uh, i don't some, know it's, it's sometimes just, roasted. sometimes Roast, yeah, roasted nuts. When, when we're not flying private with pbd you know, PBD's in 1A. Vinny and I are sharing a seat next to a fat person. Wait, is that? In 27C and D's. So oh, we sleep on okay, the shoulders. So, you know, sometimes we're flying private. Sometimes we're flying spirit. You kind of can't get too yes. comfortable, Mike. <laughs> Although spirit's about to go out of business. <laughs> yeah, they because are. Because a judge denied the, them being bought by JetBlue. But that's a different story. Oh, yeah, the merger, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. And, and what I was getting at with that is it was just a weird dynamic. And, and see, he's like humble and flies with his crew. Yeah. I, I'm like, dude, I'm 6'3". I need the fucking room. My videographer's in the back. Shit, if I could put my girl in the back. Like, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, but. Okay, okay so. When the flight, flight, when you, yeah, well, the so, flight's over. So, so, the flight, so the flight lands, we get off, and we have this, we have this conversation, and it, it, it literally was like nothing had changed. I mean, it was, yo, congr- I just want to tell you guys congratulations, and, and, um. He uh, he's got big plans for the show. And, and, um, you know, I told him, dude, congratulations on the Tate shows. Like, like, dude, you you I said you have what I think a lot of people consider to be one of the more preeminent 
Tate interviews. You know what I'm saying? The way that he was able to humanize, push back on them, ask hard questions. I know you you also did a, obviously a fantastic job with that with that um, beast of of an interview. And um, you know he 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 told me that he's just in a in a better place now. He's in a better place mentally. Um, he's excited about the future because, as we all know, uh, when you are misaligned with your purpose in life, that brings along problems. It brings along anxiety. It brings along, you know, lack of confidence. It brings along a lot of things that I think he was experiencing. Mike, one, one quick follow-up. Hypothetical. Let's say you're sitting there, you're on the flight, and it's you and Logan sitting on the flight, first class, 1A, 1B, George walks in. How would that situation been different? Logan would have bought the plane and kicked everybody off. No, so no, so evi- no, so evidently. <laughs> <laughs> hypothetical. Yes. Everybody off. Correct. This yes, is a hypothetical. Yes. But Logan's sitting there as well. No, no. So evidently, not you know. Evidently, they're talking too. Okay. Evidently, there's their conversations there too, and they've been and they've been you know exchanging Christmas cards. I will say I didn't get a Christmas card from either of you guys. So that's messed up. Wow, hey, they dude. both got each other's wow. Christmas cards. So like you know like. It is what it is, but uh, but yeah, like I I have a feeling that um, it's just one of those situations in life that worked out the way it worked out, and everyone will be better or at the very least different as a result of it. And everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I, know, I like to believe so. So for me, you know, I, I I watched the exchange, you know, where he's like, you know, you says I need a you you said I need a therapist uh, instead of Jesus because Jesus isn't doing it for me or something like that. And the Lord is like, no, that's not what I said. Here's what I said. So tell me why I need a therapist because you know you need to upgrade your life. You know uh, what do you mean by that? Like you need to improve certain what parents emotional intelligence, emotional, and then going back and forth, and then eventually, so of course you you you're against gays, you're against women, you're zero. you're effing scumbag that would support Tate. And obviously it was fast. Emotions are high when this is being said, but for me. When I, when I size everybody up, when I size you up, when I size Logan up, and I size George up, I don't know any one of you. Meaning, I've not broken bread with anybody until that day George came here, and after he interviewed me at the cigar lounge we had, then afterwards I took him to the house, and then we were eat- you were there as well. We were yeah. eating, and he was with uh, he was with his crew and his girl. Yeah, and then afterwards we hung out. You know, we, Pop, we were at the house yeah. and all this stuff. And then Jennifer's like, you "Gave hey, the truck." Guys, got to go to sleep now. I gave him the truck. So take yeah, the truck for a couple minutes. Are you serious? Like, <laughs> yeah, he needed a car. Truck, yeah, forget. So, anyways, so so that was the experience with George, and we had him George, George here with uh, uh, Marmar, uh, Marmar the Assyrian, which was very interesting, different kind of an approach conversation. You know. And then, uh, he, you know, uh, he wanted to get in, get in contact with Tate. I messaged Tate. It's like, absolutely. And I put them in contact together. I thought the guy freaking was unbelievable. By the way, I Russia. tell you, I, I said this a, a few podcasts ago, and I told him privately as well, that this guy's this guy not good. This guy, this guy has the, the legs to be really, really good in this space because he can not only draw from a lot of different things, and he actually knows how to hold himself together under pressure and still ask the question and be fair. It's, you know, and the part about uh, uh, the, the different dynamics, then I'll go to Logan. With Logan, when I watch Logan, I think Logan is on a freaking, what do you want to call it? On a jet, you know. Rocket ship. I mean, rocket <laughs> ship is a better one to stardom, you know. 
attention he's getting, you know, wrestling. They're obviously turning him into the next superstar, whoever that's going to be. Is it going to be the next Rock, the next this? If he's constantly winning, they're building the next hero, right, into whoever. He's going to be a phenomenon in that area and soon to be a billionaire with his drink with KSI. They're doing a billion, two billion a year, whatever they're doing. Prime is everywhere, UFC. Um, and, and when you're that young, young, going at the pace that you're going, you're going to break a lot of things, and there's not really a full-blown manual because one manual, again, when I'm sizing him up, I've never spoken to Logan. This is your friend. You know I've never spoken to him. Yep. We've never had an exchange. But when you're going that fast, you got your manager, you got your PR, you got all these people trying to tell you what to do, and then you're trying to tell everybody to shut the – let me do what I want to do, but then – if I say this and it's really what I say, I may lose this deal and lose that deal. And what about this? And what about that? And there's this much money sitting on the table. And those guys told me, be careful of this because you don't want to piss those guys off because they may buy this. There's so much noise. It is so noisy where he's at in here that there's nobody that knows that, but probably him and guys that came before him. So maybe a rock, you know, maybe a, you know, not that many guys. It's only going to be like 10 people that he can go yeah. to talk to that are going to understand where he's at. Now, Very having, few people. Having said that, having said that at the same time, uh, when you're, when you're a, a God-fearing, God-loving man and you live your life the way George is living, you have grace. And, and grace means you're going to go, God's going to bless you. He's had an incredible life. And by the way, the, the job he did with the interview, he's got some 330,000 subs in, in a month, yep. his YouTube channel. Yeah. There's guys that do that for 10 years <laughs> and they don't get to 30. He did 330 in a single month. And you know, you know, I know what it is to sit in the back of a plane and go with a crew of 10 people. You're trying to save money because it's like instead of buying a flight, 1500 no, bucks, and then you're doing that. We've all been there before yeah, when you're yeah. doing that. But this guy's going to make a lot of money. Uh, uh, God willing, he's going to be a great father. He's going to be a, a great husband. He's going that route. And I think in in Logan's ear, when you're by yourself alone, again, my opinion, and I'm very comfortable being wrong for the rest of my life. I'm very comfortable being wrong. It's very hard to find Jenkos in your life as a friend. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's so hard to find a Jenko because the guy literally wants nothing from you. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm trying to, you know... And, and the Jenkos, it, we all need, you, you know, everybody in life, there's certain people like you find it, you know, you know, when we're younger and we're dating a girl and like that could have been the one, but you effed up, you screwed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got that, right? You know, you're younger, you got a friend like, ah, oh, fuck, you, you, you know, you had like a mentor, like, oh, dude, that, and, and then eventually like, dude, I'm not doing this again. I want that friend in my life. I will never F this one up. That girl, I'm not going to F this one up. I want that guy in my life to give me counsel. I'm always going to protect this. And I'm going to fear the man upstairs if I fear God because all of this stuff can be taken away from me because I lost it all early. And I want that grace. I feel that level of wisdom, wisdom, kindness, energy uh, with him. I think he's a star, but I think he's about to be a superstar. I think he's going to be, I think 2024 he's going to have a good year, but I think 2025 for, for Jenko is going to be skyrocketing I, and i think and yeah. i think by that point you know and, and i agree with you i mean he he really crushed that interview and I'm, I'm excited to see what he does next um and he told me some of his plans but i think um i think by that point we're all we're all talking again. like dude i, I agree. don't do i don't do yeah, i gr agree grudges I agree. it's one thing that yeah. i do not do and by the way i never had a grudge there was there was never a single because i'll be honest like watching from the outside 
the internet is ripe with assumptions. It is, it is, it is one of the most infuriating things that you deal with having a platform. You guys all know this. You're, you're well aware of this. Is this, this insane assumption engine and misinformation engine that just churns. And I've preferred, you know, at times to just say, say what you want. I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to sit out here trying to correct y'all because guess what? I can't. There's nothing I can say that's going to make you think otherwise. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. Right? And so I think there was a lot of assumptions. And, and listen, like, things could have been handled very, very differently from all perspectives. No one was specifically at fault. There was things set out of anger by, I would say at some point or other, by every single one of the people involved. You know, I like I said, I was more in the in the background of it, just trying to help facilitate a, a happy ending. But from the from the from the from the camera side, behind closed doors, I have no. Like, yeah, let me yeah. give you an idea. Like today, uh, a, a, a former competitor I used to be a part of the company I used to be a part of fifteen years ago. Had a great experience there. Their main guy, who makes ten fifteen million a year, just left last week. Yeah, hmm. and it's a. Well, you, know, I mean, you and I haven't even talked about this. You know, everyone, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I heard this story. I heard Rico. I heard that. I'm like, listen, don't believe any of it. Rico. Just believe what's public and what you see. Everything else is a show. There's but, but, a guy that makes up so many stories about everybody, and five years later, everybody realizes he was full of shit. He's so good at convincing everybody. Some's going. I'm not going to mention who he is. He knows who he is. Uh, but but the, but the point. Is, but the hang on a second. The point of the matter is this. Here's the point I'm making. The point I'm making is the following. I know nothing about behind closed doors, and it's none of my business. That's between the three of you guys. But the moment you know when you turn on the camera, like for example, who's the guy? Who's the guy that paid this other guy to have sex with his wife? And what is that? Whatever that That's guy's Adam name. Adam Twenty. Okay. Yeah. So who's this yeah. guy? Right. The moment you choose to do that to get subscribers and eyeballs, you can never get upset about somebody asking you about that because you put it out there. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Who told you to do it? Don't do it. So if you don't want to be asked about it, you should have never done that clip. If you don't want to be trolled about it, you should have never done that. Why'd you do that publicly? You want to do it privately? Do your thing. I don't care if you want to do that privately, but then you're out there for, for me. If I start talking politics and I'm talking shit, guess what? Who the hell am I to be upset if I go on the Bill Maher show and Bill Maher wants to fight me and go back and forth with me? I have my opinion. I risk being out there. But all I'm saying is the behind-the-scenes stuff is between the three of you, but the one uh, uh, front-facing the camera stuff, look, I mean, he, he was a little bit bullied by his friend. You know, Logan bullied him a little bit. My, again, front, I'm not behind closed doors. I'm not off camera to see it. When you when you call somebody's faith out and, and you hear some things like that, uh, uh, that's tough to do. Now again, I don't follow the whole thing closely to know who said this. Maybe maybe Logan's already apologized. Maybe they've had the. I have no idea all the follow ups, but all I know is when you when you're in the space, whatever the space is, and you see like those three guys running together, it's kind of cool, man. Those guys are doing a very good thing. You guys are doing your thing. Those guys are doing their thing. You know, you've seen like Andrew Schultz does his own show with the. Okay. You, oh, I love it. I love those guys Incredible. that got the crews yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It works. And that's all it is. I don't want to go any more into this story. I'd much rather fast forward and go into other yeah, stories. Yeah. But I'll give you the final thoughts if you want to say anything sure. about it and we'll transition out. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> anything else on this? Or? No, no, okay. no. Good, all right, I'm cool. Good. I just want a quick follow-up for yeah. you. This has nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah. You're in a precarious situation a lot of the times because there's a similar theme. We just talked about the George thing. We talked about the KSI. I mean, I've seen you on a situation where you're literally in between 
Jake and Logan, like, come on, guys. Yep. You're like, hey, just sort of an innocent bystander here. Even with Tate, we know that Jake's, I'm sorry, Logan's had beef with, with Tate. But at the end of the day, you're on Team Logan. Like, you're not going to choose not on, anybody not, over yeah, Logan. No, right? no, fuck that, dude. Really? If, you, if, if he fucks up, and sorry for my, my cursing, if he, if he messes up, um, no, of course. You I'm have not. that kind of relationship? 100%. Okay. 100%. If you, if you want to go back, listen, I've always had the, the, um, the like, kind of nickname of being this yes man, okay? If you go back and you see who has said no the most, there have been some opportunities that I've had that I didn't take because of legal ramifications, because of ongoing, you know, things that were going on that were happening behind the scenes where I couldn't do it, whatever. But but when he's off on a on a on a topic, me and him have had falling outs where we didn't talk for a month at a time because of things that I said about him on other really? people's podcasts that I didn't agree with stances that he had. No, I have no I that that's that's the thing that people make the mistake of. I owe a large chunk of my career to Logan. I owe a large chunk of my success to him. He's he's a, a, a good friend of mine. Um, but 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 we are not. Uh, I don't eat off his plate. You know what I'm saying? I guess in per, as it pertains to the podcast, we started the show together. We've we've done it all together. It was his star power that created the podcast. But I'm I'm a separate person. You know what I'm saying? Like he makes he makes mistakes and does things that that's that do not involve me whatsoever. There's no decision making anymore these days that he makes that has my blessing, my discouragement, so on and so forth. You know, so when all the stuff when when shit does hit the fan, which it inevitably will, when you are when you have the biggest target on your back out of anyone on the planet besides maybe Tate, but there's a couple other people, right? There's going to be a lot of, as I said, misinformation, assumptions, so on and so forth. All I can do is 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 just continue, you know being myself being authentic to who i am and then yeah no i've there's plenty of instances of me calling him out plenty of instances if you if people really wanted to research they can go back to those episodes where that christianity conversation happened the episode with bobby lee which was very controversial with george and you'll see me st either stand up for someone or stand against someone's opinion I, I by no means will ever fold to someone else based on anything you know, if it's if it's fake drama or or wrestling stuff or or fighting, then yeah, I'm gonna take his side 100. Mm -hmm. percent And even on the the Jake and Logan when they had the beef, one like uh, I think Jake wanted to bring uh, or or the the whole drink situation yep. with and Prime the and, the and the fight and everything yep. with that. Yep. You're kind of stuck in the middle here. Well, whose side did I kind yeah, of lean towards? Yeah, I think you were on Jake's side Correct. a little bit, right? Correct. So and it's like, and I'm I'm not I'm I'm on the side of right. That's that's what I prefer to be on in life that is that is what i want to do i wasn't always like that talk about a segue that was not always my life i was not always on the side of right the side of empathy the side of caring about other people and how they feel and how their day is going to go after you leave an imprint on them that was not always me i was a piece of shit and now a lot and now a big chunk of my life is devoted to yo how can i how can i continue to to treat people well and stand up for injustices when I see them happening. It doesn't matter who the who's sitting next to me. I don't care who it is. Mike, what's what's the biggest difference between uh, Logan and Jake? Because the, uh, what what a I mean, mom and dad should be sitting there saying like, did he, like is it is, is yeah. it the spirit of competition that they're so flipping competitive that they drive each other like because it's it's a difference between Tate's. Uh, dynamic when you see the two Compliment. versus very different, yeah, they right? Complement each other. Yeah, these guys look like absolute crazy, crazy psycho competitive. 
Is that a misread you, on no, how competitive no, they are? No, they are. They they both are. And I think and I think and I think the difference between them and the Tates is is Tristan. I think is is you know like his brother, a, a, a very powerful, driven, you know, you know, uh, opinionated person. But I think he 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 is comfortable playing a complimentary role to the big bad Andrew Tate, you know, character. And he's he's cool playing. He's cool being Pippin. I at least it seems like from the outside. I don't know if that's necessarily the case when you get close to them and have those behind the scenes that's conversations. How he is. These two yeah. were never yeah. going to be Jordan and Pippin. It's Jordan and Jordan or Jordan LeBron. They're not they're they're they don't want it's not an it's not a I don't like you. They love each other. But but damn, it seems like sometimes watching it that competition can almost like start to haze over what what they really have, which is a brotherhood. I mean, they're freaking brothers, but they are so the two guys are just so freaking driven, you know, to to succeed. But that's on the younger brother, because most younger brothers are going to sit there and be like, all right, that's my big bro. And you're by the way, you're spot on with Tristan. I think I mean, even if you see old fight footage of, of Andrew and and Tristan. Tristan was the corner man. He was the cut man, hyping right, him right, up. Right, like, right. that's has been his role. And by the way, Tristan, absolute stud. Gentlemen, we yeah, spent time with sure. them. They're amazing. But I think there was something in Jake that he's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to be the Robin to your Batman. I'm going to be freaking Superman myself. Yeah. And, like, there's something happening. And they, I know they grew up humble, wrestling, Ohio. So there must be some major competitive fires going on. It comes from the it comes from from Greg from the dad. You know, yeah. their their father is intensely competitive and and talk about conservative. You know, like real deal, like backwoods yeah. Ohio. Like you know, we'll kill. And, and he's we'll, super we'll, competitive. Oh yeah, the father. Oh yeah. And his does he poke? Does he drive or not really? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I yeah. mean, there you go. Then that's. Oh, he, uh, oh, I, he pushes. I those. think it's worked for them. Meaning, whatever Tristan and Andrew Tate are doing has worked for them. Yep. Especially, especially now they're in jail. It's like teamwork, brotherhood. <laughs> not, Are they in jail right now? When they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. with what they're going through now, when they were just in jail. We yeah, just I, think, that. I think if you But put, these guys, what made them great, in my opinion, yeah, but, is they were both not no, settling for but, number but two. But I tell you, but I tell you, that, but, but that's exactly what it is. Because, you know, uh, uh, the, f- the person that controls the two boys being united or competitive is the father. Yeah. Both things, what you have in common is a very strong father personality, right? Yep. Based on what you're talking about. And Emran and Greg, right? Now, yes, the best podcast would have been the two fathers, right? But I think <sighs> his father passed away October 16, 2015. Can you, can you check to see Emery Tate, when Emory Tate, when did yeah. he die? Are you big I, with stats like that? Do you I'm like big to? with dates. Oh, what yeah, day yeah, did he yeah. die? Let's see what day. October 15, 2017. I'm sorry, October 17, 2015. Yeah. I was one day off. So... So when you when you when you think about fathers, here, here's what you'll notice, Adam. Okay, father on one side says, "If you guys even fight each other, I'm the one that's going to come and do this." The other one is poking against. Right? They're both effective, but you know, one is going to lead to this, and the other one's going to lead to boom, 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 boom. Regardless, you're going to know both of them. You know, but even deep down inside. That only works if the boys have the psycho-competitive DNA wiring in them. Yeah. And I think all four of them got it. You know, Tristan, if you're around Tristan, it's a very, very 
Tristan's a very interesting guy. He floats. He doesn't even touch though. He just, he just. <laughs> oh, does he? Like, uh, is he actually able to levitate? He's such a chill. Bro, he's so nah, chill. And, 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 so a big, chill. and a big testament to we're talking about brothers yeah. and the loyalty, bro. When they came to get Andrew, Tristan wasn't arrested. He just was like, wherever my brother's going, I'm going with him. Yeah. Like literally, was just like I'm. They're like, no, you're not the rest. They're like, no, no, I'm going wherever my brother goes. And that's like the testament of. So, just, what are you saying that that Jake would just let Logan get arrested and he'd stay at home? I don't, I don't know about. I, that. I, I, no, I don't think, think Jake mo- would do that. I feel like most. No, no, I, no, no, I, I don't think, think Jake would do that. Jake's not let, going to Jake. That's what I'm saying. No, like, he's, not like, he's not going. What do you mean? No, well, let me. Ask, you guys got siblings? Yeah, yes, I have a brother. Course, yeah. You guys going to jail with him? I would. No, my brother. No, dude. If you're going to jail with him, the answer is no. In that situation, if we're in a different country, me and my brother about to go into a freaking gulag. I'm going with my brother. Well, no. yeah, my brother yeah, knows that. Yeah, if you're going into a Spartan fight, well, no, no, and you no, have no. to, one of you has no, no, to come I'm out. Sa- one of you needs to stay out and get bail money, bro. <laughs> no, no. If me and my brother were in, in Tristan and Andrew's yeah. situation, and they're about to take me into some fu- that it isn't America. We're in a different country. I'm 100 percent going with my brother. Hands down. Yeah, see, so that's di- that's Hands different. Yeah, down. I guess if you're in a place where like they're in Romania, bro, yeah, and no, like, the judge doesn't speak English, and the, the guards, I, no, I'm Mike. My, if you I'm get arrested, God forbid, Miami, just call me. I'm not going to jail with yeah. you. I'll bail you out, okay. bro. Well, I'll I'll come I, find I think you. I should, I'm going to call him. And call <laughs> him bro. We'll go with you. He's coming. We'll go with you. Oh, by the way, let me. Ask, I, I, I don't think. I don't think Jake would let anything happen to Logan. I agree, hundred percent. I don't think Jake would let anything happen to Logan, and I think Logan. uh, uh as an older brother, sometimes you'll test to see how much your brother can take, and I think he would jump in as well. But Andrew and, and Tristan, they're gangsters. I love it. It's them. a very different mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay, the mindset of a gangster is no one is going to come in between us. Anybody that's, again, like I remember we had it in the and this is why we get along very easily. Like yeah. It was a natural connection we had. We're in the Army. It's me and my friend Jeff, white guy from Victorville, California, and we had a couple other guys. We had McElroy, and it was mainly the three of us, right? We had a couple other guys, but it was mainly the three of us. If you even said one thing, <laughs> listen, me and Jeff are at lunch, chow hall. We have a fight going on, him and I. We're full on fighting. We go afterwards to the gym where racquetball is being played. Two black girls are playing racquetball. We said, do you mind if we come in here real quick? <laughs> Unless you guys want to play with us? We said, absolutely. We're gonna the no, I'm not even... I'm, I he, believe If it. he's listening to this, he will oh, remind the story. We, I swear to God, he <laughs> will tell you this. Oh, who's but, winning? You so, went into the racquetball We went into him? the racquetball. We asked the girls to get out for 20 minutes. Beat the sh- <laughs> I swear to I God. I believe it. We, what are okay, you saying? Okay. So Bradford's been Bradford was so we get into oh, 18 years old. Bradford, yeah. Whiskey Bradford? Yes. So we oh get into God. a full on fight, right? Guess what happens? We're both bleeding. <laughs> we went to the gym, we worked out, our friends came, and they're making fun of us, and then we fought them. <laughs> because we can do this to each other. You can't talk to us like this. Yeah. Who do you think you are? You're not in the circle. Yeah. Don't even think about like yeah. but that's the mindset of a gangster. Yeah. Gangsters are wired in a different way. The, the gangster model is, it happens in business. Like, Trump is a gangster. It is certain basketball, like Michael Jordan was a gangster, right? Pat Riley is a gangster. It is a different mindset. You don't have to be politically on the same side. It's simply a way of thinking that if you, God forbid, are no longer loyal to me, if somebody screws you over, dude, we're rolling together. That's how we're rolling. It's yeah, not that's, for, yeah. that's not, you don't, you don't see that very often in in 
nowadays. It's it, that's that's a I don't disagree. That's yeah. a traditional thought process. Like I think back to my old lifestyle that is in the fifth vital, which you know you read, and and I think back to a time where, dude, one crossword about you you defended yourself half as hard as you defended your friends. If somebody you people can come up to you and say a bunch of shit, and you're just nah, nah, I'm not. I don't want to catch another felony tonight. But one wrong word about your your boy who might be a little bit smaller, bro. You're you're it's it's we're, we'll all die here. We could all fucking die here. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 mentality exists. I always think of the movie The Town, which is one of my I favorite love movies. That. Oh my God, that I know exactly what scene you're yeah, about yeah. to talk about. Yeah, yeah. He goes about. in like I I, I can't I can't tell you I can't tell you what what we're doing. I can't tell where we're going, but we're gonna hurt some we're people. Hurt you can people. never bring, you can never ask me about it again. And he he doesn't hesitate. He goes. Whose car are we taking? <laughs> Just instantaneous, Such bro. Such a great scene. Because You've seen it on Instagram a million, a million times. times right? Because yeah. when you think about it, a lot of times it comes down to what are the circumstances that you're up against as a, as a team. Of, of course, Logan and Jake from their respective 20 and $25 million mansions behind the gates of a, you know, a gated community in Puerto Rico might look at the, the, the circumstances that they're up against differently than the Tate brothers who are, who are facing, a, you know, other jailmates in a Romanian prison, right. Or, or, you know, or, or what you were up against when you were in the army. I think, I think conditions in a lot of ways dictate how you act as a human in this world. No, you know? I don't, I don't disagree. So, so now, uh, um, you're living in California, yeah. right? I want to read this. You just tweeted this, okay? California. <laughs> and you said this about California. Now, Vinny and I, we've both lived in I lived in California 20-some years. It's almost 17 years. Okay, so here's, years. here's how he paints California to be. You ready? Mike. California okay. is the girl you love so much, but she's going to ruin your life if you don't get away. Oh, dude. Really sad because it really is the most beautiful state, Okay. <laughs> Now, Mike, I've seen you also tweet, and you'll jump into chats and and defend all sides, love, right? Love you'll, story. Yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll defend the, the left, liberal, and what about this, and what about that, and you'll jump in and you'll on stuff. You'll jump in a bunch of people's stuff, right? But how do you say that California is like the, the, the left, the liberals, heaven on earth where there's unicorns and there's like... You know that Parades. song? Remember that one dog unicorn, the never-ending story? Oh, yeah. That's California. So let me ask How do question. you say something like this let about California? Let me ask a question. Why do you think I made that tweet? That tweet is exactly evidence of the, of the California that you're describing. Yeah. Yeah. I fell in love with California. I fell in love with that state. I mean, Dana White, one of the most you know, right-leaning, conservative, free speech, free think, anti-establishment people will say that California is the most beautiful state in the country. The most, hands down, that. the most yeah. beautiful state in the country. Yeah. Um, I, I remember when I went but there. He for, also said that Miami is the new well, LA. Well, hold on a second. Okay, Let me sorry. get to Go that. ahead. Go ahead. But, 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 but. By the I, way, they got to update that picture, Dana. Yeah, I don't appreciate yeah, that. Dana, that. Good. Not that's good. a lie. No, he's but way like, better looking. We're I, getting on. Well, I'm going to call Wikipedia. By the like way, 50 pounds ago. I, I had dinner with Dana two nights ago in Vegas. He does not look like of that. Course no, of course not. He looks Wikipedia, 10 years younger. Does Wikipedia lean left yet? Because <laughs> they, they're probably not yeah, the right? founder, uh, but right. the current Wikipedia. The current yeah, yeah, but go ahead. Finish your story. You're your saying, Wikipedia so. was great, by the way. Yeah. I learned a lot from it. 5'8", though. Yeah. 5'8". <laughs> um, but I, I went out there for the first time, I think, in 2016 and was greeted by... Uh, by a coastline, by palm trees, by hills, by a, a, a environment that was 
alien to my to my eyes that had been locked into a hell of of an existence for a decade and I I saw um this place that was creative that was warm that was um just just all encompassing of 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 the dream that that we have as creatives in this country um and I I fell in love and I said I will at the very least live here but I probably will die in this state and I and I because I so much fell in love with it and where where specifically with with Los Angeles with California in general Mark Twain called uh, uh Big Sur you know he has this beautiful love story about Big Sur and, and there's a lot of beautiful places in California but but I but LA in specific I just really had this had found a home for myself there and and kind of you know infamously bought this you know four plus million dollar house there you know a couple of years ago and just have been gung ho. Uh, had been you showed your mom to the, the, the house and she was in tears, Correct. emotional. Yeah, I remember that. My mom's been through a lot. Yeah. Been through a lot. And um, I'll be honest with you. I haven't talked about this, uh, but I have been, I, I'm, I'm not, I can't get into too much detail, but I've been the victim of some crime in Los Angeles uh, a number of times. I, it's This is completely not public. No one knows about it. I don't talk about it at all. Uh, but But crime that is perpetrated by some of the most ass backwards policies that could ever be fucking imagined. I mean, just, just disgusting catch and release policies Mm. that, that almost reward criminal behavior in a way that does not even begin to make sense. Like, like who I will get into this now that we're onto the serious topics in a second, hopefully similar to the situation at the border, who the fuck thinks that these are these policies make any sense? Disgusting. It used to be I, I committed crimes. I was I had to do I had to go to court. I had to I was on, you know, a, a very short leash so that if I did anything wrong again, I was going to do a five year prison sentence. I was given a little bit of, of leniency by 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 people who believed in me and put me into substance abuse programs and helped me along the way. But the I, but my crimes were not violent in nature. They were they were uh, possession of, of drugs that I was using to harm myself. These people in, in Los Angeles and, and New York City and some of these other places. And well, yes, let's all agree. Blue, a lot of blue states. I'll, I'm yeah. happy to talk about policies in, in a in a solitary nature and discuss each. It's policy important as it for comes. people to hear the fact that you probably identify yourself as a blue yourself. No, as a- not I, I've I've always been policy based. The, 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 this is something I'm so excited to talk to you about. The, the world is not black and white. If you subscribe 100% wholly to the right or the left in every single one of their policies, you're lying. You're lying to yourself. You're not being truthful to yourself because there are policies that exist. There are thousands of policies, and you're telling me that someone on one side of the aisle has gotten all of them right with the exception of none. Like, would you would you say that that's the case? I'm fully there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Gray area. Yeah. There's a lot of factors involved with a lot of policies, how they exist, how they are put in action, how they're executed in states that are semi-blue, kind of blue, kind of red. There's so much meat there that to be able to say, I am this side or that side, which people do, which too many people are doing nowadays, is disgusting. I consider myself nowadays to be moderate right. That's just where I am. But I, this has got to be very recent, though. It's not. It's really not. It's a. It's a perception. It's a perception. A, a a perception that exists because of my alignment with someone else. 
it is it is and by the way maybe even that's maybe even that is a a miscalculation to to assume that that Logan is a liberal maybe in certain ways but but that's one of the issues that I've been up against on the internet has been me being in a way defined by a relationship with someone else okay. we just spent 1 hour of this show talking about that person right. that's that's no no disrespect yeah. it's a huge part of the storyline yep. but but think about how much his actions have trickled off to make people believe they know me by way of who I'm friends and who I work with. Yes, who, your circle says something about you, but it certainly doesn't define you to a T. It just doesn't, right? You're, people say you're, you're a, uh, a result of the five people you spend the most of your time around. Well, you got one of them. Are you going to take into consideration the other four? Yeah. So you who know influences what I'm you? Who influences your politics? <sighs> Honestly, I, I, I like to believe that a lot of it is, is, is driven through life. Through personal experience, which 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 is why I'm excited to be sitting down with some people who have that, you know, and have a conversation with people who have probably been through a lot of things in their own lives. Mm -hmm. I think that you gain a lot of your own perspective in life through experience. The idea that you're going to be 22 years old and you're just going to have you're going to develop a, a set of bulletproof policy principles based on someone else's speech is crazy to me. Yeah. My, my casual question, too, bro. So what living in Cali, I was there for. Yeah. Pat moved. You were you were in Dallas, and then you came here, right, Pat? So I was there. I was there during the Trump thing, and as a stand-up, Mike, they, you know, they, they locked everything down. If I even mentioned Trump on stage, and I'm not a political comedian, but once in a while, I make something funny to try to keep, de don't talk about that. Comedy club owners, like, yo, you can't, you can't be talking about this guy. What, what do you think you're? Because for me, it was, dude, Trump. That was it. Like everybody just split right down the middle, and I didn't even know what left or right or anything was. So this cat came in. I swear to God, he was a military. You're talking soldier. about Trump. Uh, tr Trump came in, and then I ne I swear to God, I didn't know what left or right was. And then I came. I go, oh, okay. Now I see the split. What was? What do you think was your sh the shift for you where you were like, oh my God, like Cali's just going down? Because why would they incentivize? They they defund the police. They tell uh, people you could steal under a thousand bucks. They're making these criminals. You you yourself, you're basically saying that you're a victim. What was that shift, and why are they giving these criminals such a leeway to get out and keep doing this? There has to be a plan. What are they doing? I don't I don't know. That's my that's my question. I don't I just don't understand it. I don't understand. You know, I've heard obviously all of the different, you know, uh, ideas around Soros and funding and 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 blue states and what it does for for you know for the for the greater establishment, if you want to say that. But I, I don't. I some of these policies seem so common sense. Okay, we had a we had a a mayoral race in in Los Angeles. I'm sure you are familiar with with Caruso versus of course. Oh, yeah. uh, Karen. Be a lot uh, of people Bass. wanted Caruso. I'm going to his house. Yeah. I'm going to, sorry, the founder of Netflix, was it? The, the CEO Hoffman of, or uh, so, Hastings? Uh, it was, yeah, in, in Beverly Hills, sure. hosting these things. Right. I'm looking around me. All of these people who seem to represent every working class, celebrity class, money class, I'm saying to myself, every single person is behind this guy because of how bad this city is right now. The homelessness, the crime. Behind Caruso. The, everybody. Right. We were all there. I'm looking around me and I'm looking at the I'm looking at the numbers start to creep up. And, and by the way, left, right, center, they were behind Caruso. Caruso was, was one of those mayors that was, actually people from the left, even Hollywood, were kind of sick we'll of it. We kind of like this yeah, guy. Yeah. Because, because he was, I like to say that he was Trump without the theatrics. Because you got to understand, uh, you you did a you did a Twitter live the other day, um, and and someone by the name of Good Logic 
jumped in. He was a speaker and he said that he he's hoping that Trump takes a more positive approach in his campaign this year, more positive, a little bit more relaxed in 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 his visceral towards uh, the media and, and everybody ferociousness towards yeah. Everyone, right? Yeah. And I agree wholeheartedly. I think very similar to what I call Tate 2.0. He, 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 he was so boisterous to a point with certain beliefs, with certain uh, uh, things that were meant to fire up a, a crowd to get them to kind of join and, 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 and believe in him, that it got him in trouble to an extent that it... it shadowed all of the really positive stuff that he had to say to the young men of this world about working out, eating the right things, mm-hmm. focusing on, yep. on, you know, religion or, or, or whatever it was at the time. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways, Trump really needs to look at the fact that he has a base that is locked in. 100%. He doesn't have to do the reporter thing anymore. He doesn't have to call people fat. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to do that. In fact, I believe that's some of the stuff that works against him as he as he continues to try to garner the the moderate right. Because listen, like he's got his side locked in. MAGA's ready to rock. They're they're ready to go. You know what I'm saying? But but he doesn't need just the anti-establishment. He needs a good chunk of the establishment establishment as well. And I think that the rhetoric calm down that Tate fashioned is important for Trump in this election as well, or at least will will behoove and benefit him. And so why I say that is because Caruso, business owner, billionaire, owns the Grove, owns a bunch of commercial real estate, but was soft-spoken. I want to do this. I want to help these people. I have a plan. This is my plan. None of the bullshit. None of the you're fat, you're a whore, any of that type of shit. I that's paraphrasing, right? But that type of visceral. Didn't do it. Didn't do it because I think he knew... That it, but now you look at the results and he lost. He so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what the, yeah. what the and, right and, thing and, was. And, and I hear you saying this, and it's gonna. Uh, I mean, easier said than done. With all the stuff that they're doing to Trump since then to now, Mike, I, I see the reservation right now from him. He's kind of being cool, but dude, it's gonna be hard because you know the cheating, the all the media stuff, all the what they're indicting him and everything, and he's still kicking ass i I'm, I'm hoping that what you're saying is that he just plays it cool because everybody's you know why they're all scared he's gonna come in and shit on everybody which in all fairness he he has to me the green light to do whatever the hell he wants to do in the sense that they've been doing nothing but trying to cheat and keep him out of office a fair duly elected dude they started from 2016 it hasn't stopped if you think about it from hillary clinton to right now today in court to this very day it's anti-Trump. He's the evil, racist, this. And, then, and now we're hearing stories where what? Even Snoop Dogg now is yeah, going, you know what? Them. I saw you know that. what? He's actually a G. I just, think there's, I just think there's like similarly to what we talked about with the situation with the show and how it played out. Like looking back, there's just so many things that could have gone differently. Like, like I watched the um, Shapiro Destiny debate on Lex Friedman. Which I think, did you see that? I haven't seen. I, he told yeah. me about. It. I haven't seen. Lex, Lex Friedman, obviously incredible, just just inquisitive, you know, investigator and 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 interviewer. Put these two guys down together for what I would consider to be one of the more just relaxed and respectful interviews that exists in the in the Politico space. Like like just a really you know um, very respectful you know argument, and they had a full breakdown of of J six and the way that. They they both kind of agreed that 
that that just what like like the the that just wasn't a win a, a a game plan win for Trump and how that and how that worked out. There were mistakes made. The 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 courts that that investigated it, all the investigations have led to absolutely no evidence that there was any kind of interference with that with the election or enough interference as claimed by by the Trump camp to influence the outcome of the election. But but then to say that there was an insurrection incitement on Trump was was reaching too far. But but I think everyone was in, in agreement there that that it was it was not the best idea for him to claim that he had won that election. What what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that that there was election interference? Absolutely. Yeah. But what does that mean though? So you got to unpack what election interference means. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean by absolutely? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it, 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 what did what did the judge say the other day on what happened in Arizona? You know, this many uh, uh, dead people counted for yeah. that many. Uh, uh, in court, and they're just kind of talking about it in Congress. Congress. Yeah, but okay, let's go through levels of it, right? From the lowest to the highest. Lowest level, Uh, every single person in mainstream media called him to be a Russian spy or Russian-connected this, you know, sponsored by Russia. Everything Hillary Clinton said that he was doing, she was doing. (laughs) I mean, that's that's the gamesmanship of Hillary Clinton. you got to respect what she does, right? So the mainstream media played the role of selling him as the monster that he is. Number two, if you want to talk about uh, election fraud, when the New York Post story came out with a Hunter Biden laptop, 50 of the highest ranking officials in CIA came out saying that this laptop story is Fake. fake. 50 they said this is but, fake and but let me ask you let me ask you a quick question just to hop in for a sec this, this is the this is the uh part of the dialogue that and also i don't i don't know how deep i want to get into this stuff because you made a you made a point earlier you didn't know or understand left versus right politics until trump came 100 right do you ever wish we could go back do any of you guys ever wish we could go back? Do you ever wish we could go back to a time where the, we talked about the president of the United States on one day out of the year? Who'd you vote for today? Oh, dope. Cool. Did you see the fucking Lakers Golden State game last night? That is one of the all time classics. LeBron versus Steph Curry to the death. Free throws, three pointers. You know, I'm your friend. You're yeah. my friend. I'm not saying policies, issues, the things that are affecting us are not the, the most important person, conversation. The average person would agree with you, but I'm going to tell you a story, and I'm going to finish the thought as well when you ask Sorry, a question yeah. about it. Yeah. No, so for me, the whole New York Post thing is you keep that story away from the people. Let me just write this down so I can tell you the story. So uh, you keep that story from the people, and you New York Post calls Twitter. Twitter doesn't put up, oh, shit, yeah, we're not going to put it up because of this, and it was going viral. And that could have been the difference on who you're going to vote. And then you bring these 50 CIA agents who are professional liars to say the fact that, yeah, you know, this was it's just a con job. It's not a real story. Then Kamala Harris first turns around and says, I would never do the vaccine with this much of research that took place, especially under a Trump administration. And when does the Pfizer vaccine come out that's ready or the Johnson Johnson and Moderna? You know, when two days after election is over with the number of timings that happen on when they launched the vaccine that was done by Trump two days later on Thursday, they say the vaccine is ready. But let me go back to the question about do you wish we could go back to X, Y, Z? OK, um, it's a very tricky question. The answer will be, what am I solving for? If I'm solving for pure, oblivious happiness, yes, 100%. I want to go back to it. 
But if I'm solving for life to be a man that defends uh, and, and, and is able to fight for some people that maybe they can't, and God put certain things in my heart that I can't stop thinking about, and he, he, he allows you to use certain weapons and gifts to fight off the bullies, and you see that as a responsibility, no, I'm kind of glad I know about it. Because for me, I'm not solving for the oblivious happiness. When I was a kid, when I say kid, I'm 22 years old, I had an uncle of mine. I've told this story to you before. I had an uncle of mine. His name Albert. Love this man. Till today. I've never met a human being happier than Al- Albert. Never. <clears throat> and when I tell you I've never, Surayla, okay. I've never met a human being happier than Albert. I miss him so much. I love him so much. He's not doing well health-wise. I ask my dad every time. If anybody from Albert's family is seeing this, please share this with him. Albert, I love you. Oh, this guy would give me $100 when our family did have a nickel to our name, his gift, and he was always so nice to me, always talking like I'm a grown man. He would build me up, and he's such a gentle guy, right? My dad told me this one day. Albert would come to the house on Sundays. If we were lucky, every other Sunday he'd come to the house. Well, my dad and I were roommates at 21 years old when I'm 21. This is after the army. I'm just like a whole different life at this point. And he would come, and he says, put in Kings of Comedy. Mm-hmm. And I would put Kings of Comedy. And he says, go to Bernie Mac. Two, four, six, <laughs> Lord, come help me babysit these mother. You know that whole scene, right? Yeah, of course. I've seen that a few hundred times because of Albert. And he would sit there and I would say, do you understand what they're saying? Not at all, not Nothing. one thing. Zero. But I love this black man. Oh my God. <laughs> my uncle loved Bernie Mac. And then one here. scene, this is, this is a very important scene. He's over there sitting on the couch. The TV is there, our living room, small four, 500 square foot apartment, right? This is the kitchen. There's a wall between the kitchen and there, and that's the fridge in the corner, right? And my dad comes, he says, Tiko Talacha, come here, Patrick. He says, Albert Chagash, look at him. Look how he's laughing. You will never meet a happier man than this. He said, be careful reading all the books that you're reading because you will never have this. Wow. What a freaking thing to say. He said, be careful reading the books you read because you will never have this innocent happiness ever again. Because when you become too smart and you're reading constantly, wanting to find out the different Cursed. purpose of it's a curse. Absolutely. It's a double edged sword. Look at Lenny from Mice and Men. Exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Those I mean, poor puppies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember that. Like, I'll never forgive right. him for what he did yeah, to that I dog. I had to Jesus read that in Christ. high school. But what's the moral of the story? The moral, to answer your question for you, if I'm, sol- if I'm solving for what I'm solving for all day long, I'm glad we're learning about it. Because they're, use, they're, showing, uh, they're showing their cards on how they want to control you and why they want to control you and why they want that kind of power over you and I. And it's actually a very interesting case study to look at the way they're doing it. And to me, I sit there and I say, okay, I actually think the last four years were terrible for establishment people. Because you know why? Because they thought they had it. It's done. This is their chance. Don't worry even if we're public about it right now. Go, 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 hurry up, go, yeah. go, shit broke, this broke, oh, don't oh. worry, go, go, shit, everything's breaking, go, 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 shit, go, oh, shit, we didn't make it, yep. now they know, yep. what the hell do we do, I think that's what happened. Oh, you mean that's where we are right now? Hundred. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, yeah. for yeah. sure, but, no, for sure, dude, no, no one, yeah. yeah, sorry. And they hang up, yeah. but, but Mike, and here's the thing, though, bro, they had a chance, they had a chance, there's three years, we're going to go on for it. 
they had a chance to go, hey, guys, this Trump racist, the, uh, everything, economy, blah, blah, we're going to show you. They had all this time, and just like you just nailed it, everything is broken. There's leaks and shit everywhere. The, the ship is sinking, but they're like, no, no, come on, open board. Everybody come here. And this is the thing, Mike, just, and just to really fast interject. I, 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 I am not saying ignorance is bliss, but to go back then, I think now that Trump, and dude, again, God chose this spray tanned whatever guy, you're fired. He pulled open a curtain and he went, hey, everybody, look. And now there's no going back. The fake news, yes, he said it crazy because he's not a you know, public speaker. He pulled open the curtain, showed everybody, hey, guys, I'm sacrificing this all because his name is screwed. He's about to go to jail. He said, look at them. This is the people that I was cool with. The swamp that he was talking about, I turned on them, and now look at them showing their faces, and he did it, and I, I think he did it, he got in way too deep, way too fast, but now there's no turning back, that's it. I just, I just don't, I don't know, I just don't have that level of trust in, like, in anybody, like, even, like, like, you talk about, like, anti-establishment, right? Like he's got he's got Nixon in his armor on on anti-establishment as well. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know the, Who, the, the vaccine Trump, the vaccine oh, case the for him was side. was yeah. Well, like, do you know how I do anti-establishment establishment? How very simple. Give everybody a score. Right. For oh, example, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know how I you, Andrew Cuomo. Right. I said this four years ago. The DeSantis people keep putting it back up because they're like, I can't believe you're supporting. You said this about Andrew Cuomo. Right, right. Let me say it to you again to the DeSantis community, whom I love dearly. Ready? I said it four years ago. I said Andrew Cuomo may be the best candidate for president Democrats have. I still stand by that because to me, Andrew Cuomo is an anti-establishment Democrat. Mm -hmm. That's why the establishment Democrat hates Andrew Cuomo. They can't stand him because they can't use him. Uh See, see the, the, the establishment to me with Trump, you're going to Trump. Okay. Score Trump as establishment, anti-establishment. Because we can score everybody. Like, if we score Biden, he's 100% established. 100%. Right? Okay, sure. if you go to Newsom, is. Newsom is establishment, right? right. Mitch McConnell, <laughs> establishment, 100%. right? You go to all of these guys, you can score them. You can go to Andrew Cuomo, maybe different kind of establishment, right? You put him at a 50-50 or 60-40 or 70-30. Trump, of course there's 10-20% establishment, but it's 80% anti-establishment. Can I, can I ask you one question yeah, about that when you, when you say anti-establishment? It's almost weird because to be, to be on – okay, like the right side is obviously, is obviously pro-small government, right? To, to be on the right. You, you, you don't want the government in your business, right? But to be – to be on the right, you also have to be a believer in the original form of establishment, which is the Constitution of the United States of America. Do not do not feel like the Constitution in some way contributes to what at least be, ended up becoming the, the establishment. Yeah, but the Constitution was to protect you and I. Like, what was the purpose of you having freedom of speech? So you can say whatever you want to do to protect we, yeah. the people. Second right. Amendment was to protect who? we, the yeah. people. Freedom From of press was to protect who? We, the, everything is to protect Us. you and I. So, so the concept is the, the collective and the individual, right, is pump up the collective. We are good, but at the same time, you better make sure you recognize the individual. We've gone all here. We don't recognize the individual anymore. We demonize the individual. Trump's a bad man. Elon Musk bad man. These people are bad people. These billionaires are bad people, right? The establishment has got a very different uh, uh, thought pattern than you and I do. 
The establishment doesn't want you and I to think for ourselves. The establishment doesn't want ideas being challenged. The establishment wants to make you and I look here and get distracted from what's really going on here on the most unique days. They'll pass a bill or a law that nobody's paying attention to it. This isn't, this isn't, the Constitution isn't the establishment. The Constitution was actually built to fight against the establishment that they were experiencing in. To protect from. Of course, what we had before. That's the whole concept of what was I I think the perfect analogy is what you talk about in the book, the barbarians, the bureaucrats. The establishment is the bureaucracy. It's the red tape. Basically, it's, it's the, it's the institutional, not the institution, it's. The, the what's it, how does it go in the barbarians? It's the visionaries, the George Washingtons of the world, the prophet, the, okay, the barbarians, the builder, explorer, yes. the administrator, the barbarian, the bureaucrats, and a sinner just brings it all together. And you bring up a good point with the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution. That's great. That's the framework for what we're talking about today. But then they add the 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 pork and the bellies and the bullshit and the bureaucracy yeah, and everything yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. But and let like, me go you back see what's to going you. on in California. Let me go back How to much you. red yeah, tape? Does I'm it glad take? you went there. Right. Yeah. So are you at a point where you're willing to leave her? California. Um, yeah. I mean, I got to get out from under a, a four and a half million dollar house in a soft market because of rates. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so that's going to take a minute. But yeah, I'll come to Florida. Okay. My girlfriend's here. I mean, I'll come to, te- I'll go to Texas. I, I love a lot of people in Texas. I'll go to, a, I'll go to a state. You know what? Honestly, I think as you, as you, whether you make money or don't make money, as you age, you start to put a, a price on feeling safe. I, I say that like it's a novel idea. No, but like right. say, yeah. Dude, Los Angeles is fucking horrible. You know what that it means? is? It is insane, yeah. bro. I would not. My, my, like my mom's coming there. I have LAPD at the house. You know what I'm saying? Like she, really? they'll be there the whole time she's so there. Mike, you know what I'm saying? Is that crazy be, that you have to Mike, do that the whole you, time she's Mike, there? I'm the only one who has never lived in LA. I mean, yeah. I've, I've been out there sort of a little vacations a little bit. I'm a Miami guy. Crazy. Rank in order, especially since you've made money. You came from Connecticut. You broke. You don't know, have any money. You came to LA. Rank the order in which why you're leaving. Taxes, homelessness, crime, not home, regulation. Not but what is it? Because I hear everything and everything what's about California. What's top three, Mikey? You want to know, you know, know what's weird about it? Because of where I, the things that I come from and the things that I went through in my life, I have, I have empathy for situations and policies in different, in different perspectives than other people might. When it comes to something like homelessness – I, 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 it's almost hard for me to be angry about that because of how I feel for these people. Mm. Many of them veterans of this country. Many of them brothers, sisters, uh, people who have fallen victim to, to substance abuse. People who have been, have been screwed over by the system because of lack of resources in this country. And so for me to say, oh, that's such an eyesore. Oh, it's such an eyesore. And they're so like, that couldn't be me because that was me. That was me. That was you. You know what I'm saying? To an extent, totally right? Like, yeah. so I, that one's always been tough for yeah. me because I just, so like for me, it's, it's <coughs> softness on crime is gotta be number one. What are we doing? Fuck that softness on violent crime. What are we doing? What is the point of being soft on violent criminals? That, that has to be the most spit in the face to a, to a positive uh, culture and environment that could ever exist. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. What is the point of that? Of 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 saying, okay, this person just went and violently assaulted a woman or or anyone, and and he is going to come in, he's going to fill out a piece of paperwork and leave the, the police station. Insane, disgusting. With Insane. with no bail, disgusting. with no bond, and no promise to him, he's just gone. Right? Like ridiculous. That's insane. 
Number two, number two has got to be taxes because let me tell you what's worse than paying the country's highest tax rate, which is which I do. Yep. City by city. I pay 40, uh, pay 39% federal. I pay 13% state and I pay 1% uh, Los Angeles city tax. I am in the highest tax bracket that exists in this nation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're at 14%. So let me, half let me, money is gone. Gone. Let me tell you what sucks. More than let half. Me, let me tell you what sucks worse than paying that tax percentage. Paying it and not seeing anything fucking happen as a result of it. You look around you. Everything is broken. All the stores are boarded up. All the people are. Now we get into the homeless thing. We're, we're not doing anything. We're not. We're not making yeah. advances in in mental illness co- uh, assistance and substance coverage in 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 homing for these people. So so number two would be taxes, and and number three would just be. I think number one and the two covers it. I mean, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, what else do you need to say when you're being, when you're being betrayed by the, 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 the people, you by, ask, by you the people that great, you put in charge? You ask a great question to, to kind of make a, a one think, right, on why you're leaving and you, you kind of having to sit there and kind of go through the process. But, it, you know, I ordered a book one time. We're playing this game with our crew, our guys. I want them to think about you know, in the insurance business, you're building your own office. Well, I want you to read this book, Book of the Month, How to Build Your Own Country. Build your own country? Yeah, you build your own country. How do you build it? I mean, whoosh, I never thought about starting my own country. Okay, well, now do. Go think about it. What is the most important thing? <laughs> that's the book, by the way, right there. It was a kid's book. What's the most important <laughs> thing? Seriously, that's the book. It's a phenomenal, it's a really that's good book. Same, yeah. That's the same yeah. book Newsom read. When he tried to, <laughs> when he tried to design California. So, <laughs> Please don't come to my house. Leave me the fuck alone. But now you can never leave California after what you just said. But, <laughs> but no, no. But, but you, so you read this and, and you think about who is the most important person to decide what country the family is going to move to? By far and away, it's the kids. It's the mother feeling one The hurt. mother. Exactly. Which Mom. is what word? It's a one word. It starts with safety. the letter S. It's safety. Safety and security. Am I going to yeah. be safe? And by the way, look what he's saying, though. I know. He's, he's saying, mom's got to come over. She best feels safe. I'm with my girl. I better feel safe. Jen and I, we move into our first house after we get married. A couple months after we get married, we move into this house off of Encino Boulevard, whatever it was, off of Balboa and Northridge, down the street from our office. Okay. Uh, uh, so, okay. <sighs> Got a Range Rover. I parked the car outside. We're having our first kid. Guy breaks into my car, takes my, uh, uh, what do you call it? S- backpack, everything that I have, system, stereo, everything. Brand new Range Rover takes it. Okay. All right. Let's go buy a bunch of guns. I'm a military guy. So guess what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. good. Let's go buy a bunch of guns. We go buy a bunch of guns. You got to wait a month. No problem. All right, cool. Come to the house. Great. Then I'm sitting there saying, so let me get this straight. A guy is this close to the front door, and there is no guy at the gate. Yeah, I'm not good with this. So we got to go to a different place. So then I go find a gated community. We move instantly because when I'm on the road, you can't come mess with my family. It's just, uh, you know, the natural DNA, the wiring we have. And when do you have kids? or you, no, do, I don't. When you have kids, life changes in a sure. very yeah. weird way, yeah. very weird way. And, and like right now, I'm texting my wife because two of my kids are not feeling well. So I'm like here, but I'm also checking to see how they're doing. Yep. I stopped by, sent out today to just go check on her before I went to a meeting at the house. Just checking on the family. They're good, but, you know, father thinks that way. We go into the gated community, secure. We come here, security. Everything like number one, just to simplify, you can list 50 different things, but it starts off with security. But, but here's to go off where you're at. 
because I think you asked the question because I think you have one thing in your mind that you're not ready for, but you know that decision is coming in about nine and a half months. And let me tell you what that decision is. You ready? <laughs> it's a beautiful decision. There's this month um, in, in um, 2024. Uh, it's going to be the first Tuesday of this month. I think it's November, right? I love that month. So, <laughs> so, so this what is the, it going to what is it going to do for the city? Oh, what is, uh, no, please answer this. What is it going to do? What is for what's going to do for the, the city? What is the vote going to oh, do? Oh, a lot, city? bro. How? Lot. How? Because yeah. because listen, this is not this is not new. Yeah. This this is not this is not federal policy. Yeah. This is not this didn't just start four three years ago four yeah. years ago. This has been going on. But, but you know, There's been a robbery crew going on. There's been a murder crew going on. So so that that putting someone else that that's that's the thing. We we talk constantly, constantly. And this isn't wrong and, and it is it wrong. This is what I asked you earlier. It's not wrong to have this discussion, but why are we not having conversations about local policies? Why are we not as a collective right. in this country? Because it's you're- because it's become celebritized. Trump has become and Biden has become a meme. And people are not having enough conversations around what is happening in their community. But- we have become hyper-focused on national and global geopolitics. And everybody wants to be an expert on what's going on in Gaza. But people aren't saying, holy shit, the person I voted into office For is a sure. fucking asshole. For sure, you're in right. In my city. But, yeah. but by the way... So, so one can do both, right? And for sure. For us, like the, the the perspective I look at it is one. I I see myself that wherever I go, I want to improve it. It doesn't matter where I go. I don't care where I. I'm in the insurance industry. I want to improve it. Yeah. The insurance industry changed my life. So we have one meeting every year. That is my favorite meeting every year. I started this meeting in 2015, and every year in December. First week of December, I bring the CEOs and the top executives of the biggest life insurance companies. They come, and I call it the carrier meeting. Typically, they spoil us. This is my chance to spoil. No one in the marketplace does this but us. And they all say, they say, Pat's the only person that can bring all his girlfriends in the same room, and we all get along. Because they're all competitors. They can't stand each other market-wise. Now we're all friends. Mm -hmm. And I say, "This this industry changed my life. I owe back to the industry because it changed my life. Okay. Uh, uh, whether it comes down to state, military, country, America, it doesn't matter what it is. America changed my life. And your vote matters a lot because people listen to you. Why do they listen to you? So sometimes we think the people have the most influence or the governors or the senators or that big famous guy that went to Harvard. No, sometimes the people that have the most influence are just regular guys that are like, dude, what the what is going on <laughs> yeah, what here, right? Going what is going on, on yeah. here? And to me, a part of it is right now specifically, like you can change the city you're living in, right? But imagine if you knew, uh, when did you move? You said 2016, first time you went to California, right? But when did you, yeah. you bought the house in 2020 or 2022? 2021. 2021, okay. 2020. When did you live in California? 2022. <laughs> oh, really? You lived in California in 2020? No, no, no. I, I moved to California in 2018. Okay, but then you bought the house in 2022. Okay, so 2018 when you moved, if, in, in the two incidents you had that nobody knows about, you've never publicly talked about it, right? Three incidents. Three. Okay. If somebody told you that would have happened, would you have bought the house in California? Would you have moved to California? I don't know if I would have even believed it. 
I, uh, to be completely, I, I probably would have put. I probably would have waited page. to touch the burner. I agree with <laughs> you. Like, by the yeah. way, full. And by the way, yeah. how, how many? Your, your answer. How many people in America do you think are in your in, in your situation? That's saying there's no way in the world that's true. I would assume most. Most of yeah, them. Yeah. Do you agree? Because yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think most people are there. So what happens to a person like you is, dude? Trust me. <laughs> never in a million years did I believe any of this stuff. But I went through it. And here's what it was like. He's saying it? <laughs> what? There's no way that would have came from you. So for you to say what you said, 2024 November, the one thing we can do every November is vote. You have options. You have Trump on one side, Biden's on the other side. What are you doing? I'm not even looking at people. I'm voting on policies. Okay. At this point, I want. I, I don't oh, want to even see a right. face. And right now, I don't like how a lot of... The, the only thing I will say is... is Maybe it's just all smoke and mirrors, but the economy is is the the market at least is is doing well. Yeah, the market's all. Let's let's be honest. All time high. Sure, right? of course. The market's doing yeah. well. I believe joblessness is also down. Unemployment correct. is like think at three and a half percent. Right. People think inflation's still at ten percent. So, so it's like so it's like I. Once there's a the difference once, between Main Street and Wall Street, for, though, Mike. And for sure, like I said, smoke and mirrors. But I think I think. Um, I think we just, we all just need to be a little bit more, I just hate pigeonholes. I just hate, I think we've all become, not maybe not everyone here, but but like a good majority of the country have become pigeonholed into this belief that there's a savior in the form of a candidate and, and everything's black and white and there's no gray area or let's take a little bit of this or I just want what works. The, and, and I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you what, this year is not going to be the case. I can already tell. When we look back 50 years from now, 100 years from now, and we and we like like we do now, we look back at Lincoln or we look back at Washington or we look back at, you know, Eisenhower, Reagan, right? all like, these guys, like any of these people that were the, the ones, the ones, bro, the one or an anti-establishment guy, a JFK, whatever. Right. Like as we look back and we look at these heartbeats, right, these drumbeats of American exceptionalism as it pertains to presidency. Right. In my eyes. And it won't be in this election. The president from this realm in this area will be the uniter, will be the uniter, not the breaker, because we're not close. It's not like it's an 80-20 thing. We have two sides of this country. Mm-hmm. We, have a, we have a divisive 50-50, 49-51, 48-52 split. And guess what? There ain't no hope in sight. There's no hope in sight. Trump is not going to come into office and unite the aisles. Biden sure as hell is not going to even unite what he's eating for lunch the next day. He doesn't. It's not going to fucking happen. Okay. In my eyes, I want a candidate who says I am so sick of this divisiveness that I'm going to put it to an end. Okay. This country as a political uh, player has become a basketball game where there are two teams who are intent on blocking each other's shots. Neither wants to score. Neither want the only thing they want to make sure is that the other team doesn't score. Block the bill. Block the bill. Block the bill. Block the bill. We are a in a handicapped, disabled, paralyzed government that is one side versus the other side. And in my eyes, the person that comes along that will be remembered anytime soon will be the uniter, not the breaker. Who is going to, is it going to be PBD? Is it, go, who is going to come up 
and say, yo, you know what? Enough is enough. Stop your little bickering bullshit. I'm anti this. You're anti that. Screw you. Screw you. Learn how to work together. You want to be the head of a business? You've grown multiple businesses to hundreds of millions of dollars. If you saw a disagreement between your top players, you're not going to pick a side. You're going to say, yo, learn how to work together or you're out. That's it. There's no more bullshit. Learn to work together. This is our team. We're on the same mission, and we're all going the same place whether you like it or not. If you can't get with it, then get the fuck out. Because, because we, we have so much division in this country, so many people that just want to see the other side lose, and, and it, it has to stop. No, that's, you, that's my belief. By the way, so uh, that's what Adam was talking about on the, the different stages we go through. And look at what Dana White does. Here's the UFC. He says, hey, did you hear about the, uh, uh, the, the tonality with the racism that just took place? About uh, w- What racism? Well, uh, Israel said this, and he used the N-word. He's, he's, he's black. black. <laughs> so, but, but, yeah, well, he said this. What are we talking about? I said, let me get this straight. Are people on the left complaining and bitching? Yeah, I, I bet they would. They probably would. But, you know, and you're like, oh, shit. How do you disarm? Like, you know, you have a leash on this. What leash? What are we talking about? So Dana does that with the sport, and that's why he does so well. And you got some sports that they're caving. But, but the reality part of it is the following. You know, different times will give birth to different types of leaders. You said something about a savior, like we're all waiting for a savior to come, right? Well, I mean, if you're, if you're a man of faith, your savior is not it. a— yeah, yeah, you already have coming, it, and you're not relying on sure. another human yeah. being he's to coming. do that. He's, he's coming, coming right? back also. So you, you're you're <laughs> yeah. sitting there, you're kind of like, uh, you know, faith, here's where I'm at. This is, this is where I'm banking. I'm banking on, the, you know, where I'm at with my faith. Great. But let's talk about the leadership side. Um, you know, I also think in everything, the temperature also decreases— when the right leader shows up and you no longer worry about certain things. I'm talking to Bill Maher. And I said, Bill, I've never been to your studio before. Okay. I've never been to, what, what is it called? It's called, uh, 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 Rob, uh, what's it called? The, it's which one? Club Random. Club Club Random. Random. By the gotcha. way. I've never been on his show. I was on the show last Oh yeah. Week. So I'm, okay. I'm in Club Random and I'm looking around. I'm like, dude, a freaking sick set. Mm-hmm. Way, first of all, his house is insane. <laughs> Five acres and Hollywood Hills, all this stuff. But I'm like, that couch to me is a colorful couch. I've never seen a colorful couch like this. This picture here, the pizza man thing, the movie thing, the bar over there. You go to the back with the engineers. He's got the Trump stuff there. He's got the Obama stuff. He's got the George Bush toilet paper. He's got all this weird stuff in there, right? But let me tell you, pool table in the middle, cool. I said, for me, I came here, everything here is new. For you, everything here you've already seen, so you don't look at it anymore. It's called a law of familiarity. It's a law, right? It's very normal. This is why a husband and wife are married. Uh, it's my wife. It's my old girl. You know, yeah, it's my, you know, so, yeah, you know it's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, it's just this, it's that. And, oh, it's just my dad. And then your dad passes away. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, it's just my mom. and Oh, shit. Oh, it's just my, oh, what the, dude, what a, what so for me, when you have a leader in-house that, puts the fear into the enemy where no war is started under him for four years and he was supposed to start World War III and then he's gone. And the first thing you think about is security. You're thinking about it from the state standpoint. But in your country, you got Afghanistan, you got Ukraine, you got Russia, you got Israel, you got Hamas, you got Gaza, now you got Iran, now you got all this stuff with Houthis, 
Now, three soldiers get killed by Iran. All this stuff is happening. First thing you say is, dude, the temperature. What happened to the other guy we kind of uh, uh, didn't like at all? Where is that mean guy? Tweet. <laughs> yeah, where, mean tweet. Where, where is that guy? Where's that? And by the way, FYI, this guy, this guy, is, he's not at all Trump, just so you know that. Right. He's not. So, But when you sit there and you kind of go through this process, then you're like, okay, so maybe there's somebody that can come and lower the temperature today. Is he going to be the guy that's going to be the biggest synergist and do that? It's probably not going to be in his profile because anything you say to him, he has to respond back immediately. It's just kind of what his DNA is. But maybe there's going to be somebody else that comes next or where are generation. Where are they? Cause, the cause, synergist? Yeah, yeah because, because, like, even just in the way that people communicate, yeah. it's, it's important to communicate. Like, like you, you are, once again, back to you as a business leader. You would you make sure that the way that you communicate with people, even if you even if you dislike them at any certain time, even if you, you know, don't, you know, feel well about them, you're, you're either going to speak with them with, with respect or you're, you're going to get rid of them. Right. But for the most part, you approach your conversations with empathy and respect. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Always. And I feel like that as a table stake has been lost on both sides, to be honest. I feel like I, I don't know. It just it. it the way the government looks right now, to, from my side, on both sides, is kind of embarrassing. I, I, I'm sorry. I think it's. I think it's just embarrassing. I think. I think people are behaving childishly. I don't think they're looking at the big purpose. When when we go to war, you you say you know the first thing I, I'm probably thinking is, uh, you know where where's the last guy that we had? The first thing I'm thinking was, damn, I wish the the rest of the people in my country were united. That's what I'm thinking. I'm I'm saying to myself, damn, I I wish my brother. And 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 the neighbor next to him were saying, I can't wait to go to war with you. I'll die for this country. Because guess what? They're not saying that. They're saying, fuck you. I'm not going to war with this guy. I don't want to be. I don't well, like who, this guy. Who did that, though? So who well, did that? So well, listen, as he said earlier, he never thought about right versus left. Until, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm not saying anyone's to fucking blame. But I will tell you this. Because I know what you're going to say. I know. You, oh, I don't know what you're going to say. But I'm assuming you're going to say that divisiveness started with Obama. Right, I, no, I don't know. Where do, you, where do you where no, do you where do you think where do you think I'm, that that's let me let me give my side. Although a lot of people would say, Obama, I know, but that's yeah. not where I'm going to go. Here's right, where right. I'm going to go. So for me, when you when you think about that whole you know division of people arguing from one side to the other, hey, my brother with me, hey, we're going to be together. When nine eleven happened, that's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. True. true. We, we nobody gave a shit. Like nobody even <laughs> thought about politics. No, nope. but it also wasn't. But it also wasn't. We didn't have the political arena that we have right now but, but hear at me, the time. You're right. So what was the difference between today and 2001? There was no social, social media. media. Exactly. There was no immediate reaction. Yeah, there, so wasn't, there wasn't freaking there wasn't yeah. TikTok and yeah. China yeah. Yeah. indoctrinating our youth. But, but also think about it. There wasn't 5,000 small CNNs on Fox. You realize there is 5,000. CNNs and Foxes but today. You can't, but you can't say that that's not a good thing because then that would be anti-free speech. But that goes, that goes back to my point. If I'm solvent from being a, a oblivious, happy person, mm -hmm. yes. But I'm glad I'm not because I'm not solvent for that. What I will tell you kind of messed the whole thing up. This time when 9-11 happened, when uh, uh, COVID happened, everything was Trump's fault. It was all here. We, we couldn't. All mainstream had to do, mainstream is not controlled by the right, zero. It's all left. All mainstream media had to do was unite behind China being the enemy. 
They couldn't do it. Yeah. And wow. by the way, you know what they all agree on now? Left and right? China is the enemy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, but, can't hold them but they couldn't yeah. do it four years ago. But but do we also agree? Do we also... F- let, me, let me pose this question. When did we also get kind of soft on Russia not being... Not being what? The enemy. Like, like, like for example, like my mom grew up hiding under her desk in drills, waiting for a Russian attack on, on U.S. soil. Oh, right? how, old, how old was your mom, though? That was in, it, that was in the 50s and 60s. Of course. She did yeah, the right thing. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, what, by the way, so all of our kids... But, no, 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 I understand yeah. that. But, but, like, but like, do we look at Russia the same way that we look at well, China? Because, or because, what? Because, we should. Because, uh, that's, well, that's, see, that's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, we have, Russia but wait, China? Russia, well, wait, but Russia didn't do I, anything for, for four years. I mean, obviously, overall threat. Yeah. But for those four years... Absolutely nothing happened, but then Biden comes in and he literally looks at the camera and says, if Russia wants to do a minor incursion in Ukraine, I'm fine with it. That's inviting a war to happen. That's stupid. I agree, but I think Mike's point is Russia's not our ally. Let's I not pretend exactly. I don't know how we got no, there. No, I mean, it seems or, 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 or this no. admiration for Putin. No, 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 no that's I wouldn't say admiration, but when you have a when you have a leader that's like, listen. Why am I going to start shit with somebody? Why can't I just be cool with everybody? Because, but let's not well, get that's it twisted. Not, well, that's not, that's not a, Putin's but, no, no, MO. No, what I'm saying, be cool but, but guys, everybody. let's just be real. Putin's a, he murders and he's a crazy killer. Let's not forget that we had a president, Bush Jr., that started an illegal f- bullshit war, weapons of mass destruction, and we killed millions. I don't, we're evil, they're evil. But they weren't doing shit when Trump was there. But let's, let's answer that question. Let's address that question with Go Russia. Ahead. Mike, look at it this way. Okay. Look at it this way. Who was um, the chief's number one enemy yesterday? The Niners. Or, or yes. I mean, I mean. <laughs> yesterday. The Ravens. The Ravens. The Ravens. Who's their enemy today? The Niners. Okay. Yeah. Who was the Niners' number one enemy yesterday? Detroit. Detroit. Who's their enemy today? Detroit. The Chiefs. Detroit. Okay. Meaning. When COVID happened, your number one enemy is who you're facing today, which is China. And we couldn't do that. Hmm. That doesn't discount the enemy we went up against before. Of course that person's an enemy. No, but I know, but it seems like but it seems like the the lens for enemies has shifted on both sides. Like it seems like, yeah, I agree with you. I think there's been some softness from the left towards China. To but I also person, think but yeah. I also think that yeah. there's been softness from the right towards Russia. I this is one of those this is one of those things that once again, first of all, that I'm definitely not qualified to speak about, but to me becomes something that is that is gray area and invites the question that I asked once again back to Lenny from Mice and Men. Yeah. Where are we going with all this? I, I love you asked me a question where where's my vote going? I have certainly leaned, started to lean more towards the conservatives. You're saying, and I prefer, and I prefer to just take the faces and the icons and the celebrities out of it and be like, dude, what policies do we need here to save the 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 sport of women racing yeah. to to be just <laughs> women? Yeah, and, or and, and, or or for or for you know like people who beat the fuck out of people to not just get out of jail or for or you know what I'm saying like some of these things or you, for the border to be protected. Do you want to have kids? Yes, I would like to. Wait till ever, you have kids. Oh, Wait God, till you have slow kids. down. I know. It'll oh, I'm be, telling it'll you, it'll be even more. Oh, no, no, <laughs> because when when you when you okay when when you don't have kids, you're naturally. Not concerned about everything. Like, dude, who gives a shit about that? Yeah, because you don't have any kids. Right. The moment you have kids, dude, what, what do you think? What happened <laughs> yeah. to you in three years, yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah. Hey, hey, no, no, I've always been like this. No, you haven't. Like, <laughs> I've not always been like this. Yeah. Things change as life yeah. also changes for you. Now, but, but for me, what you're saying is 
This best part is following. Best part is when you start asking the right questions in life. That, that's how it starts. So you first ask the right question, and then the other part is on you to be curious to go find the answers to the question. That's how it starts. You know, why get married? Why shouldn't I just stay single? Okay, that's good. You're asking a question to go to like, I would ask the question, why have kids? And you're like, oh, dude, why would I want to do this? Why don't you go through the process of wanting to do your due diligence? But, but you're already there. You know, for me, right now with where we're at, you know, with, with America, when you're saying Republicans are not defending Russia and all this other stuff, I think in sales, you go to a client's house. Most people who have never been in sales, they think sales is about making the most incredible presentation. It, it is a part of it, but a very small, very small part of the sale. A great salesperson asks the right questions. Finds the hole to fill. When you ask the right question, you cause the client and individual to think, and then they already close themselves because you asked the right question. Mm. So, for example, you talked about Russia. Trump asked a question no one's ever asked. He said, why is there still a NATO? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. U.S. or Soviet... <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was. Well, I thought it was to create an allegiance between like-minded countries to 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 band together in the face of imperial evil. No, of some if of you, some. If, if you go capacity. look up the history of right, NATO, right, 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 it's purely against the Soviet Union. Yeah, but yeah. It, no, but it was a but it was originally a post-World War II, not a Cold War initiative. If if you go look up like what the purpose of when was NATO if, when was NATO founded? If, if Nineteen, what is it? Forty nine. Forty nine. So that's yeah. pre. I guess technically anything oh, post WW two. Yeah. yeah, but but it, but it was it was a it was a an alliance so that we could band together with the same people we just fought alongside against the most evil fucking people. In but the, the point is, the it world. was so now those guys are no longer around. Germany doesn't have the military they had. They right. used to have a bunch of tanks. Now they're lucky if they have a couple tanks. Nobody in Europe, except for two or three countries, invest in their military. Nobody does. Right. Why would they? They don't need to so do NATO it. So NATO is because just piggybacking we, off of us. We are yeah. So the moment when he asked the question, yeah. you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it is yeah. a good question. We've not asked yeah. that question, right? So then guess who has the whole you know, military-industrial complex? Guess who has it? Russia has it. Of course. What, what does Russia do with their military? You know what Ukraine's going through right now? They can't get their weapons anymore. They no longer can build those missiles anymore. Russia's used to t uh, pump out 40 missiles. Now they're doing 100 because they can afford to do it. So what happens now? Now NATO is relying on us. Like, oh, no one's going to touch us because America's got our back. We're putting the most money. Why are we putting the most money? We got an entire ocean of water separate. That's your threat. That's your problem, bro. Make your marriage work. Let me try, like, try to fix my marriage here. America's already trying to almost be divided. Let me keep my husband and wife together. We have, We're divorced. We have, no, We're no, divorced. no. We have, a, we have a million deaths to overdose in the past 20 years. We have yep. 130 to 150,000 people dying a year yep. Yep. to overdose. We have veterans living under bridges because they can't get mental health assistance. We have homeless people. The country's a fucking mess. Forget the division for a second. We have real issues You're right. that exist outside of my sentiment versus my neighbors. You just nailed why America yeah, first and, 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 is and I get that, but here, take it even one more layer Go. deep than just being able to ask a question. The even deeper question is, why the fuck am I having to ask this question? Who are these people that are are running this? Easy That's answer. The you know what the answer is to that? Corporations. No, the easy answer to it is because most people 
think the way you think. And I love how you're just straight up, like you said, I just want to come and have the conversation. You're talking about the, the, the Twitter spaces I did right after DeSantis, right? That's the one the you're talking day, about. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. I got it. So most Very people, informative. Yeah, most people are like, dude, I don't want to freaking have all these fights over politics. Can I just talk about the game? Like, guys, what do you think? You think Chief, you think this game is set up and the Super Bowl is going to be all about Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift, Chiefs are going to win it? Let's have, most people want to have that conversation. Most people want to say, do you think Mahomes is better than Tom Brady? If he wins this, this is four and six. Is he better than, is the conversation already there? Should we already start debating this? That's what most people don't want to have a conversation. I just want to know if you guys want to be cryogenically frozen. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm even further, and I wish yeah, this yeah. wasn't the case, but, but it but, is. It but, is important. But the point, but the point I'm to, to to say to what you're saying, the point is, you know, the fact that why did it even get to the point of asking this question, and why didn't we already know? Because we've been brainwashed yeah. into not asking these questions through our educational system and the teachers and all that stuff. For every 13 professor on the left, one is on the right. 98 percent of I told this to Bill Maher, and he says that's a big problem. 98% of English teachers in high school donate to the left. 2% give to the right. 97% of science teachers give to the left. Only three give to the right. And 87% of math teachers give to the left. 13%. Is that, new? is that new? Because that's the other thing, too, nowadays is, like, how much of this is, like, new stuff versus how much of this is just a further elevation of discussion of stuff that's been happening. Like, for example, like establishment bro there's a movie called 1984 like the, all of that stuff all, we've right. been, this has been 40 years in the making like like have teachers teachers have always been liberal liberalism is a is a portion of not sorry you're right not always you, but but it, as of no, the past you're right but it's 40 just not, plus years but it's just not progress it's just not this extreme and unions have never been this intentional in using these blocks as voting blocks like mm. the other day who said the other day they're voting for they uh, endorse uh, Biden? Which union was it? United Auto Workers, Rob? Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, it's over because the United Auto Workers. Dude, the power of what unions are doing nowadays, those are voting blocks. There's a lot of different things that's going on. Some of it hasn't changed. Some of it has. But the simple thing is access to social media is getting us to get more connected and ask the questions we've not asked before. Yeah, I agree. And then, am I going to the member because you said that the presidency is one thing, but the local, if you think, just look, look at the worst blues, uh, LA, right? Chicago's horrible. Yep. New York, forget it. The homeless, I mean, not the homeless, the illegals that they are bringing in that the mayor was like, yeah, yeah, it was like, come in. They're not only shitting in the street, they're banging on people's houses and Asking for money, so again, they're not all brought in by by New York. By the way, summer yeah. summer ship there as, no, a, as, a, well, as ship, a lesson to be no, learned. No, not even by, lesson. Right. But, but, but yeah, yeah, as a lesson, aka if you guys want to talk the talk, start taking some of these people like what they did sure, to Martha's sure. Vineyard. Yep. But my thing is, Mike, how like these places like L.A. and Newsom and all the. Why do people keep voting for these people? That's the because because at the end of the day, that's it. I get it. You're a, a you're you're the blue state, but bro, they tried to. Uh, recall Newsom, well, Larry Elder didn't have a chance. But it's like the people. It comes down to, Mike, your attitude, that sentiment, that that attitude, bro. People have to take a stand. It's like, when is enough going to be enough? And people are just going to just sit there and complain. Look what they're doing in uh, France. Those farmers and shit, they're filling up tractors with manure and going to... That's what I'm talking about. It's th this, we could do this all day, but I love that you were like, it's local. These, the big wigs... They're going to do what they're going to do. The local people, if you keep voting for people that are shitting, Newsom 
It's bro. Just look at what California is, and that guy's gonna try to run for presidency, and people that will fucking that, vote no, for him. No, 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 no. But, that, Mikey, that, that, but Mikey, people cannot, will vote for that uh, guy because no, he's not the other guy. Produce him. Oh yeah, Newsom would, would be a he, great freaking thing uh, for the left. He he's on the list, right? He's on the he's on the top he, five. Number, by the way, Vegas odds right now number three that, is Michelle Obama. That would be, yeah, oh Michelle yeah Michelle with him Michelle and him. Okay, okay, uh, this is an interesting thing. Can I ask you a couple odd questions? All right, all right. The mo even going even more like local than just your city. Like go to yourself, right? Social media has been a great weapon for conversation, but it's also been an incredible, incredibly weird weapon for misinformation and i think one of the greatest ammos we had for our, our personal weapon of change has been uh fact has been has been information if you come to the table with information you can make informed decisions and have informed conversations unfortunately nowadays finding information that that is deemed uh or that you deem to be good information has i don't think it's ever been harder i i just think there's so much shit out there and even to say i rely on this engine or that engine is is it's you, you got to do it or have a researcher yeah. that's helping you d disseminate or, and figure out what information is actually true right um do you think that michelle obama is a man like how far <laughs> like how far do you how far are you willing don't to like go on these like on this like swinging type shit because like, like some, what swinging? <laughs> no, not that type. <laughs> you said it. Not like, that type. I'm because, down. Like, you said bro, swinging. I'm yeah. like, where's it going? Because because like, dude, like I just it it angers me, and I think I think it also does a disservice to people who are asking the right questions on the anti-establishment side when there is a heavy representation of this just pure stupidity. I mean, I mean, dude, like, like, like there's a person on Twitter. I'm not going to say their name, but they know who they are that tweets all day about big Mike, <laughs> AKA Michelle Obama being a man. Yeah. This person could be using their voice. You don't to... convert like that. No, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he's, oh, he's converted. No, he's how, how do you mean? How no, do you no, mean? no. You, but you, you don't, you don't persuade like that. You don't, you don't persuade by like, for example, Newsom. By the way, this account is number two or number three most engaged accounts on Twitter. Oh shit! Okay, and they're just I, all I, Big Mike. But that's all they're but, saying. But here's a point. But but here's a point. There. After Elon and Tate. Yeah, the point is, what what's your outcome? Is your outcome to be a echo chamber and have those people come and find you and retweet your stuff? Yeah, that works. I mean, there's a guy Jackson uh, uh, on Twitter. What's his last name? Jackson, I think. Oh, Hank, Hank Jackson Hinkle. Yeah. Right. By the way. During uh, uh, what happened with Israel Gaza, he is the stuff. Some of the stuff he tweets, I mean, it's pretty, pretty extreme just stuff. That so it just seemed when you talk about the stuff, yeah. just know that I'm I'm already seeing it all because I'm on. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of that. He he just he just. It I'm just not a fan of both so, sides it doing this. So inauthentic. Who's, who's this? It, uh, the, the Hank. The Hank. Oh, 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 Hank yeah. Because because let me let me explain this one to you. He, the tweets would be these like really nasty tweets about what was going on in Gaza. And and by the way, bring the awareness. That's so important. But it would be like the, the atrocity in Gaza must stop now. Subscribe to my premium for only three dollars. Right. And I don't know why it just always is like that I'm not, me, I'm not I saying like I don't know why it just always. Are you building awareness? Are you building awareness? Or are you trying to build a subscribership like yes. that? That is that immediate. Not just a subscribership on on, on X where yeah. you can continue to put good information yeah. out there. But that just brings you money. But, it's but, a subscription. But, 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 but the, the risk of freedom of speech is you can have both types of people. And you have to be okay with it, right? You just have to know. Like, okay, the moment you have an after-hours club 
where you serve alcohol, what's going to come with it? Let's actually go through Drugs, fights, fights, ecstasy, drugs, drugs, you know. A conversation conversation that Saudi's about to be having. How crazy yeah, they is just, that? They just How passed crazy their, is that? Yeah. 74 years and they passed a alcohol, repealed right? their alcohol They're, ban. But but the point what's the point here? The point is w- when you when you open it up like you ever been at a club and somebody's overdosing? Yeah, okay. 100%. If you're in the club business, the club if you're in the club business, that comes with the territory. Yep. You ever been in a club a guy comes up with like 100 pills, Sell you know, hey, everybody. 25 bucks, 25 bucks. Yeah. Okay, great. That comes with the business you're in. The business of freedom speech is you're going to have the Jacksons and you're going to have the other side. They're going to do that. For me, again, it goes back to what you're solving for. Everything you have to start off with that question. Remember when he asked me, he said, how come we can't go back to that? What am I solving for? I'm not solving for uh, 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 just followership or just doing this and doing that. Do you know how many people get pissed that me and Chris Cuomo have a relationship? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not. I, him and I talk today for 45 minutes. Do you know how many people get upset that him and I talk? They, they get so upset. I'm like, why would you talk to that guy? That guy was a CNN number one show. He was the one that told people vaccine, and he was this in his basement. And da da da. Totally get it. Okay. Guess what I like? What I'm solving for is not an echo chamber. I like talking to people. Right. And push and let's go and oh shoot, there's a leak there. Well then, let me go do a little bit more research. Oh boom, that's a good question right there. Let me go do this. I like that because I'm not solving for just being right. I'm right. solving for a great conversation. But there's a lot of people, as as you just said, that are doing that just for ego, for likes, for comments, for engagement, for subscriber. Like bases. for example, comedians. How do you how do you how do you separate how do you separate the two? Because because for us to all sit here, especially like for you guys to sit here and say like, oh, I'm able to weed out this person. I'm able to weed out that person. Not everybody's able to do that, and I understand like. That that is that is the greatest responsibility of free of the freedom of speech rule that yeah. we have is that people have a responsibility to be like this person is not trustworthy. This is not an, is this is not an authentic person. I don't want to hear what they're saying and and then tune them out. But some people can't do that. The market the, the market nowadays is is going to expose anybody that's being inauthentic. Like even social media. How many people have you seen blow up on YouTube and then die off? Yeah, like, before, Wait a minute, what happened to that guy? Do you remember that one guy? Da, 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 yeah, what? Do I've not seen him for this. <laughs> what happened to her? What happened to this? This market is very brutal. Forget the moment oh. you're no longer being straight up and honest. Yeah. And it's just the market will expose you in a heartbeat. That's how competition works. But no, for us, we're solving for that. And and by the way, this 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 concept of power versus force, the book, you know the whole power versus force. You ever heard of power versus mm-hmm. force? You, you will love this book, Power Versus Force. Uh, I think it's something Schwartz, if you can pull it up. Yeah, and, and can you – it's Hawkins. Yeah, it's Hawkins. I always say Schwartz. Go back to it. Go back to the previous page but go to and just images. go to images. Yeah, yeah, just go to images. Okay, when you think about this, uh, uh, type in chart next to Power Versus – no, take the book out. If you just take out book. Yeah, there, yeah, there you right go. There, so go to the middle one. Go to the one to the right of that. One to the right of that. There you go. Zoom in a little bit into <laughs> that. So watch this. From the lowest level of consciousness to the highest level. Look at the third chart. Third. Not God, your life. Where it says yeah, shame is the lowest level. level. Yeah. The lowest level of consciousness in life is to be ashamed. Hmm. It's the worst place to be ashamed. Then it's guilt. Because you keep reliving the mistake you made. It was my fault. It's all my fault. Apathy, right? You know, grief, regret, constantly in that place. Fear. 
produces anxiety, panic, right? Desire, you're addicted to food, drugs, alcohol, sex, all this stuff. Anger, rage, hate, aggression. Pride, it's about me. I can't be wrong. Da, 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 da. And then First step is what? Courage. Courage. The courage to be wrong. The courage to have the discussion, right? And then going to neutrality. I'm willing to entertain both sides. You're willing to talk. You're optimistic. Acceptance. I forgiveness. Think that's where, I think that's where I, I think I'm in that three, in that two. Which one? Seven. Acceptance or willingness? No, in the neutrality okay. and willingness. Perfect. Definitely not ele- uh, super elevated. But, 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 but check this out. Even, even being neutrality, though, right? This, if you look at this chart, this also represents a community and a country, right? America is not above it right now. America is below it right now. Is this the pride flag? <laughs> so funny. How the fuck did that happen? Oh, <laughs> they, they stole it from this. Yeah, they they, into they a, stole it. Of consciousness. Oh, no, my God. <laughs> sorry. sorry, so, sorry. But, but the point is, when you, think about like where, when, when you think about where we are as a country, okay, uh, the country's level of consciousness right now is definitely not a neutrality. I'd say 150. I, say, I think that's the number. I think you're right. I think that's where it's at. Honestly, I was going to say we're really gay because pride, 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 pride is, pride is on it. America's <laughs> gayer than it's ever been. True. We're somewhere between 150 and 175. Oh yeah. Well, according to Gen Z, they're now a third. A third. A third. A third, third I just saw thing today. Gender queer. What is it? Gender queen? queer. Yeah. So that's. it's that's. Uh, Anyways, you know, uh, look, I, I, I'm going to go check on these two kids. But uh, Mike, uh, uh, this has been a f- fantastic conversation. What I love is the fact that how you're just, you know, you know, going through your own phase and you're asking the questions to get to a point. And most importantly, although you wish that you don't want to wish this upon people, honestly, you don't want to wish for you to go through those three incidents, nope. violent crime in California to get to this conclusion no. to realize Absolutely the policies not. in California is not working because – Unfortunately, there's other people are like, yeah, I don't believe it. He's just saying this, da, 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 da. Okay, great. And then they're going to go <laughs> through me. it. Right. Yeah. And then they're going to like, dude, this is really actually happening. But that's but, just, and quickly, that's just one, that's one of the things. And like, we didn't even really get into, we didn't even talk about abuse, substance abuse or any of the book or anything like that. But like, quickly for anybody watching this, yep. who's going through anything like that, violence against them, mental anguish, which I've spent a, a good chunk of my life in, uh, uh, substance abuse. Every single one of the the horrible things that you read about in the book that I've been through, every time I was ashamed, every time I was embarrassed, every time I was guilty of something, every time I upset my mother, my probation officer, all led me to this table today. Every single one of those things, every single one of those days that I woke up and I didn't want to wake up, every single one of those days where I didn't think I was going to be able to put one foot in front of the other because I, I was too tired or exhausted or, or not in the right mind to do so led me to where I am today. So for people watching this right now who are having a tough time, who are going through stuff in their own lives, who are somewhere low on that chart and 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 waiting for a chance to 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 be better and to show people and to impress people, your day's coming. Just keep going. My man. By the way, that's it, right, Mike? that's the can you go can you have uh, Malik, can you show that the book on the on the screen? Oh, no, no, because Malik controls the screen, yeah. not Rob. <laughs> and and also, Rob, if you can put the link in the chat, please, and also in the description as well as in the comment section, uh, order the book, The Fifth Vital. Uh, 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 incredible uh, story of 180, going from where you were at to where you are today. I applaud you for that, and I appreciate you for 
coming down and having this conversation. And I'm, listen, when you're in the moment and you're going through some of the stories, it's like sensitive stuff while you're going through. Nobody wants to have those conversations, but you were class act about it. You took the questions. We went through it. Um, and aside from that, gang, again, go click on the link, place the order, order the book. Mike, I'm sure we'll do something in the future again. I'd love to. Thank you so much. You look like you want to say something. Do you want no, to say something? No, I just something? want to say I oh, love you all of you guys, and that's it. I just got <laughs> listening. Connect Connect with Vinny on the next. Yeah, hit so, me, me up too. on the <laughs> And we have a podcast tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, 9 a.m., we got home I don't know team. how you guys, I don't know how, they told me 9 a.m. I was like, dude. <laughs> no, yo, what you I Mike? said, I got this job, Mike, so Mike, I didn't have we're, to We're going down to South Beach after this, buddy. Let's go. Yeah, he's done. Oh, I'll go. I got to go back anyways. Thank you, guys. Honestly, thank you, bro. Mike, bless you, baby. Take care, everybody. We'll see you in the morning. Bye-bye, bye-bye.